Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the old MCU crew. Jesse's in purgatory. <laughs> if, if you can tighten me up, if you want, I, I can't know, fix I it on my I, end. I, 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 I can't. Fi- I tried. Lord knows, I tried. Now you get the full background experience. Do you want to see that I have sound curtains against windows? You got it. Do you want to see my weird Chromacast green screen? You got it. Do you want to see the PlayStation Five? Got it. I got it all. He's got it all. This, this room of of damnation. There you go. Yeah. Now, now you're a big boy. Now you grew up. You that, filled that, that camp help? frame. Not at all. I got a big Wait, black what? bar on one side. <laughs> what a mess. What a mess you've made. What a mess you've made. There we go. Now we can see the now, there, see now the I'm pylon. off the one. Now I'm off the one side. I thought you were professional. I thought you were doing pro this, at this. I'm doing this live, Jesse. All right. This I is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of no, pressure here. You should have this down. I watch you do it for everyone else. When it comes to me, you can't. You can't do it for me. How about this, Jesse? Unreal. How about this? I've never looked thinner. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Can I get like right in? Like, <laughs> hey everyone, happy to be here. Oh, who is this handsome man? Look at this guy. I feel like you're some kind of weirdo trying to peep Whoa. into the podcast. Like you're like you're like not supposed to be here. <laughs> there we What's go. going on in there? Oh, here I am. <laughs> now, you're now you're normal. Your head's just cut off, but that's mm-hmm. fine. That's fine. Great, great. <sighs> you cut my. All right, that's fine. Yeah. Explore the great uh, outdoors, everyone. That's, yeah, everyone I mean, gets to see that. We could do this. We could do this, baby. Uh, I'll vote. Your camera's your camera's crazy this morning. I don't know what's <sighs> happening. I don't know what's happening. It's crazy, though. It's so unprofessional for professional YouTuber Jesse Cox. You know, we've come to expect excellence, and today it just wasn't brought to the table. Well, also, this camera is like, the coloring is off. Everything about this. uh, You know what? This is what I get for trying to be like you, Bronze, and get a professional camera and not some bougie-ass, like, crap. I'm used to a webcam that I hook into my computer, and it's fine. I got this damn thing. Now nothing works. But it should it should be b- 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 better. I hope, I, hope, I hope you know it's not working, Bronze. <laughs> it's Monday, everyone. Welcome to the MCU crew. <laughs> Bronze, your audio's bouncing back and forth as well. Mm. It's a doozy here. Th- every week, I think I fix it, uh, and every uh, week I'm disappointed. It's it, you got to go XLR. No, I have like a. Oh, full that, you got the full on mixer. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We've been through this. Anyways, it's fine. We'll work on it. I need to set aside time and actually just like figure it out. What's going on? We got to figure that out. We got things to talk about. Whoa. 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 Echo. Oh, it's gone. God damn it. (laughs) You fixed it, Bronze. When I said echo, it's gone. This is where we're at now, huh? This is it. Yeah. This is, this is I was, I was excited to, to deal with some reverb, and it's gone. Okay. Okay. I'll have to, okay, I'll troubleshoot it off stream. Okay. All right. There's, 
there's something there, okay. but I I don't know what it is. It's hard. I do have your mics coming in through my input again, which I know that was the problem. Right. But then when I switched channels, you guys got echo, which I don't know why that happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of work. A lot of work that audio game. Um, I should set aside some time though and, and help you figure it out. Anyways, let's move on with the show. Let's start you. the show. It's been we've 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 only got fifty five minutes left of this one hour podcast. You guys, we got to fit everything in there. Okay, it's Monday morning. <laughs> Two of us are on the West Coast. Bronze woke up six minutes ago. I uh, am <laughs> like, I don't know. I slept for I think three total hours last night. Oh, it's a mess. I went to bed. By the way, I went to bed at ten p.m. Heads up. Went to bed at 10. Actually, technically 10. Woke up at midnight. Found out all sorts of nonsense about podcasts. Went back to bed. Woke up again. Went back to bed. Woke. I think I got like three hours. You know what? F it. F it. F it. Time is an illusion. We are all our own variants. You and I and us. We're not even the main characters, y'all. I'm just going to. I'm just going to. Let someone else I do the work. Okay, I think I'm a pretty good variant version of myself. I, I mean, like I like the I like the alligator version of you better, but you know you're pretty all right. <laughs> oh, that's fair. No, the alligator version's cuter, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, yeah, yeah. It's an alligator. It also has incredible eyebrows. <laughs> True. True. It also has like very good eyebrows. That like, alligator's really, eyebrows—they're on fleek. They're like on point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's on fleek now. You can't say point anymore. It's fleek. On fleek? Yeah. I think Where's that's fleek? what the kids is a, say. Is it a street? Yeah. Like it's, the Demon it's, Barbara Fleek Street? Yep. Which is next, a different musical. It's next to uh, Sixth Street. You know, mm, it's close mm. to that. The old Sixth Street. Right. Near the Sixth Street Promenade. Right. Where everything yep. goes down. Right. Fleek Street is right next door. That's true. Mm. That's true. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Isn't that about? right, fellow teens? <laughs> Wink. This is how we get the viewers, Jesse. Uh, where oh. to begin? Obviously, Loki episode four, very big episode. People are chomping at the bit, wanting us to talk about it. Uh, someone demanded that we do the show on Friday instead of Monday. But I kind of like the Monday time slot. I think, was that person me? Was, was I you. the one who was like, we should do this on Friday? You could have been that. There was a bunch of people that were saying that. Uh, but for now, I think we're sticking to Mondays, at least through July, because next week we'll be on the front page. Of the old Twitch, the week after we got two bangers of a show to be on the front page of Twitch. We could straight up spoil Black Widow and Loki episode five, and then we could spoil the finale of Loki for the entirety of the front page of Twitch, which I'm very excited about. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to get that free engagement. Yeah, is there's going to be a lot of engagement. A lot that of that bronze girl there. finally goes viral is by spoiling Loki. That's a great way to go viral. That's much better. Than showing my feet or another body part on stream. Hold on, ending feet up were on, on the table. Whoa, wait, hold on, whoa, yeah, wait, whoa, hold on. Now, wait, wait a minute. What, we could have been bronze. This could have happened ten episodes ago. This could have been a. This could have been a feet stream. Yeah. Son of a. Ten episodes. That'll be. You're that'll keeping be this on our, like, secret. One hundredth episode. Okay, chat. We'll all it's show all our feet. feet. <laughs> we just do a feet episode. We draw worst. faces on our feet. Yeah. That's the absolute worst podcast. I'll have that's a trash Doctor cast. Strange themed pedicure. You know, we all get themed pedicures. Imagine where we'll be 
in 90 episodes. <laughs> you know? Where the MCU we'll will have, have our gone. own Avengers Tower. That's almost two years from now. It's a year mm-hmm. and change. Yeah. So what you're saying is I have plenty of time to, like, I don't know, invest in foot camera technology is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. a really what? good I foot camera. I like, say, like, I was like, what are you going to do to your feet in two years, Jesse? Nothing. My feet are phenomenal. I've got fine feet. <laughs> I've got, I've got uh, lovely feet. My footsies are well taken care of. Thank you very much. I want to show them off. It's just uncomfortable because then people will be like messaging me for more feet pics. And it's like, that's not my thing. It's not who I am. I'm not a feet pic guy. It's not who I am. True. I don't want this to be my thing. I don't be known as feet pic Jesse. It would be, it would be feet pic Jessam. That's the name. Not even Jesse. Jessam sounds like a bodily fluid. Not okay. <laughs> Not okay you gotta crank that. up. You gotta crank up Jessam. the oddity. Jessam. There's about eight percent Jessam in there, so you gotta get it out. Does, any, does anyone call you Jessam worst. in your life, Jesse? I, no, I've called you Jessam you a couple now. of times. I don't you know now. why. I don't know why. That's I, car, I started calling you Jessam, and I'm gonna stick Jessam. with it. I think. I'm gonna I stick that. with it. Yeah. Oh boy, that sucks. Yeah. Thanks, I guess. Old Jessam. <laughs> Dodger has definitely <laughs> called him Jessam. Is that where I got it from? Is this Dodger? Jessup fault? is what Dodger calls me. Jessup with a like a UP. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's like it's a fun that sounds like a fun ketchup. Like it's ketchup mis- mixed with Jesse. Jessup. Ah, Jessup. All right. Mm-hmm. Jessup. Which I can recommend is delicious. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm thinking about condiments now. Yeah? Yeah. Where do we All stand right. as mustard? Well, okay. Where where are we All at right. on mustard? Mustard fans? I like mustard, except this is going to sound funny considering like I grow my own spicy peppers and I have like. I thought you were going to say you grow your own mustard. I was very confused. Oh, no. Well, it's like like people from my my audience know that I eat like some crazy peppers and I have a crazy spice tolerance, but I can't eat real mustard. Ah. Like like real mustard, real wasabi, real horseradish, anything that like burns your nose. So the first time I had was it Coleman's or the actual British mustard? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure much. that burned off some of my neurons. Yeah, like I enjoyed the taste, but I was also just like, I'm so not used to nasal spice that it was just it was so nasal much for me. Spice. So I don't know if like, yeah, I don't know if like normal French's mustard counts if that's the case i am a fan of mustard but if we're talking about like real mustard i can't handle it even though i can eat the hottest hot sauces on hot ones and dip my fries in it well i think you can get some nasal spice downtown if you really look for it yeah like you just gotta, you gotta go, go to, to the back to. alleys <clears throat> yeah. for the nasal spice there are a few clubs i can help you out you can get some nasal spice yep yep it's true <laughs> nasal spice what a phrase I don't know what else to call that type of spice that feels like it's like, you know, frying Are you your putting brain. spices in your nose? You know, you're supposed to just put that in your mouth as well. Right, Bronze? Just because it's called I nasal know, spice. I know, but you just feel it all the way into your brain holes. That's how it's you know horrible. it's working. That's how you know no. it's so good. Oh, no. now I want to go out to like, there's a steakhouse in Indiana that's famous for their shrimp cocktail. And their shrimp cocktail has like 
the most horseradish ever. It bl- it will like you will grow a pair of balls and then they'll explode. You'll be like, what's happening in like seconds? You're going to see so much. You're going to think I'm exaggerating. The first time my friends saw it, they couldn't handle it. They're like, you eat like reaper peppers and grow your own scotch bonnets, but like give you a little wasabi and you're like, for like 30 minutes, I just like can't handle it. I love that. That's that's like, it's it like it wakes you up. You're like, yeah, it's how I, you know, in, in Back to the Future 3, when Doc Brown wakes up, yeah. that's how it feels. That's how that's it would be like, Whoa! like that's yeah. <laughs> amazing i love that feeling that's pretty every good time scene. i go to this dim sum place down the road i'm like give me that hot mustard and they're like okay and i'm like oh every time <laughs> every time i don't even care let everyone look i'm like yeah, every time welcome to the mcu crew guys glad to have you here <laughs> I'm gonna pull uh, a uh, pull a uh, an old saying from a uh, an old friend. We sometimes talk about the MCU here, uh, but most of the times not. So uh, <laughs> it depends on what type of show uh, it's going to be. Where do we want to begin? It's Black Widow week. Are you? Guys, is there hype for like? I feel like I'm in a vacuum, right? I feel like I'm I'm in my mm-hmm. own special section of the corner of the internet. So I I I don't get out much. All right, is what I'm getting at. Is there like hype for Black Widow this week? Like, are people like, what do you guys see? It you guys are out and about. How? What's? Is there is there hype for this? I'm gonna be honest. I haven't seen much. I, I there's like maybe a couple of people, but for the most part, this isn't. I think Loki got more hype, and WandaVision yeah. got more hype than than what Black Widow has has been getting at least so far now i also haven't asked so i'm sure if i were to put on twitter who's excited for black widow there would be a lot more people but maybe they're quietly excited i didn't even remember it was coming out till you tweeted did you get your tickets yet and (laughs) i was like that was me that was reggie yeah no reggie reminded me as well like Wait a minute, do I need to buy tickets? <laughs> you can watch it on Disney Plus though. Here's the thing. Is is Black I think we've we've discussed this. Is Black Widow the return to theater movie? Are we all going to the theater to see this or are we gonna watch it at home? I'm kind of thinking about home. Me too. I, like I I I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to one of those old theaters and see it. Now it's like I think I'm just gonna stay at home, right? Like I my bed's pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could just watch it in bed. That sounds great. Maybe pause it, go get a drink halfway through, not miss anything. Rewind. Yeah, maybe if I miss something, I could rewind it. That's also a pause. Wait, can you rewind those? I guess you can, right? What? Why wouldn't you be able to? I don't know. It just mm-hmm. seems bizarre to me that I'm able to rewind a movie. I... Yeah, that is weird. Jesse, are you going to a theater? What's What's the deal? No. No, no home, I already did game. the math and was like, uh, look, normally I wouldn't spend $29.99, which is garbage price, but whatever. It's a lot. Like, normally I wouldn't spend that, but you factor in the fact that I have to drive to the movie theater. Yep. I have to pay for parking. I have, like, which, by the way, in LA sucks. So I have to pay for parking. Sure. So screw me. You got to sit in a Metroplex have, or some shit. Yeah. And then car. it's like, you know, uh, like 16 bucks for the movie. 
And then uh, obviously I'm going to get a drink. Yeah. So that's another like however much. I was like, you know what? I'll just stay at home. And then I have to, and then I have to wear a mask the entire time. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. That sounds like a pain in the ass too. Is that still protocol? If you're, do you got to wear a mask regardless of vaccination? Um, it, it is in theaters because you're okay. stuck in a room for like <laughs> however many hours. There's, so that's definitely at least in LA. Huffing people's bo and whatnot. Yeah, that's that's COVID worthy. You catch some COVID in there. I hope not. <laughs> I hope yeah. that's not the one thing I get out of the the Widowmaker movie. <laughs> yeah. Widowmaker? Widowmaker. Widow- that's it. <laughs> Jesse, welcome to Monday. It says, wake up, motherfucker. And you said I woke up six minutes ago. We need to get this man some wasabi chat. That's true. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's what I you need. Gotta do, it, it'd be an art. I think... I think if you woke up from the Doc Brown special, you'd wake up like R2-D2. That's what I think. The Widowmaker movie. Yeah. Maybe it's just something I want. Like, I don't know. The Widow. I'm sure that movie exists. The Widowmaker. It's like an Antonio Banderas assassin film. Oh, he's the my Widowmaker. God. Yeah, the one where he's like a bee. Yeah. Like, I'm here to relieve your pollen allergies. Do not worry. Sure. <laughs> I will fight off the Widowmaker. Right? And he's like, uh-huh. oh, Sting... Right? I love, look, he's the B. Yeah. He'll always only be the B. He's the B. He's the B, and he's the dude from Desperado who says, let's play. And that's it. That's all he is to me now. <laughs> that's it. If you're not from America, you don't know that he's a B. And Tony Banderas is a B. Now the- sells you sells you allergy meds. <laughs> he's not Puss in Boots. He's he Desperado, and he's the B. That's it. Let's play. He could be both. You never know. You never know. Anyways, let's talk MCU for a bit. Uh, we'll jump into to Loki episode four in just a sec. Uh, I think Black Widow will cover it next week. Um, I think if you want to hear our full thoughts on that, you can tune into the previous episodes. Uh, Funko Pop, though, the toys that keep delivering the spoilers. We've got more spoilers. You want to hear them or should we not talk about them? We got a suit um, spoiler. I obviously want to hear them course yeah i want to hear them too it's a suit spoiler from funko apparently in spider-man no way home dr strange will be helping out peter parker with his suit as there is a new dr strange spider-man iron man iron spider suit according to this funko can we see it we can it's the top left one let's do this Looks like he's got a little like uh, magic thing in its chest, a multiverse thing, maybe, maybe. What does that mean for the plot of this movie? I don't Fascinating. Know. <clears throat> what does that mean for the plot of this film? I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know what that means, but I like it. I I wonder if that means that the next couple of movies are just going to be absolutely bonkers because of what's currently happening in Loki. There's going to go like mm. full on craziness for what's occurring. My prediction I mean, like, is that Stephen strange is going to replace Tony Stark as Peter's father figure. Yeah. It makes sense. Cause the connection in uh, end game, right? Well, I, I guess in Infinity War. 
because I'm not going to lie. The last movie, the interactions between Happy and Peter were uh, depressing. <laughs> Am I wrong? They were both like mourning and it was is a film about mourning. I feel like although that's not the film where we lost Iron Man, that's the film where we mourned Iron Man's loss. And I, I mean, they can't stay there forever because that's just sad. It was a little why sad. Does Do- why does Doctor Strange I, look, why I, does Doctor Strange have that outfit and more importantly a shovel? Here's the thing, Bronze. I was I was totally paying attention to you, and then I scrolled down, and exactly <laughs> what Jesse just described, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> well, what? I was paying attention, Bronze. What is, and, Bron- uh, what is Bronze talking about? I feel about? like you were really sad that entire movie. I, I want to like be like, "Are you? Were you? All, are you all right?" <laughs> why does he have are a shovel? Okay? What's going on? But this is important. Is he like the Home Alone Snow old guy blue. with the shovel? Is he just gonna like beat up the the Brooklyn Bandits? I think those were the names of the guys in Home Alone. Anyways, I'm old. Uh, yeah, I don't know why he's got this. That's weird. Jesse, you were, Wait, you, you were saying MJ here's the thing. Next to him, I can't figure out I any. So, yeah. I can't figure out any of these Funkos. Uh, first off, I'm not a fan of them to begin with. I hate Funko things. Uh, they <laughs> always drive me crazy. But here's my question. Okay. What is this movie about? So we have we have uh, one character who looks like he's off to college for the first time. And he's like, I'm not really part of this movie. Then you have Doctor Strange who is doing that dirty. He's like on episode eight of Dirty Jobs. So Doctor <laughs> Strange is doing that. <laughs> Wait, can we, just get, can we just get a Doctor Strange Dirty Jobs? Can we just like expand on that for a second? I just want to see like. Doctor Strange on Dirty Jobs. Micro. He's in the podcast game now. He doesn't do dirty jobs anymore. Get Doc Strange in there. Let's do it. And then MJ looks like a, one of the Doctor Who characters. It's just, This is out of whack. I can't figure out what's happening right now. I am really excited for this movie now because I don't know what any of this means. It's bonkers. This is nonsense. Frankly, I'm very excited. I'm also a little confused because none of these have mouths, which I think is just the Funko way. But they gave Doctor Strange a like goatee around where a mouth would be. Well, that's where his mouth would be. <laughs> I guess oh. that's that's character specific, right? It's how you point him out. But why does he have a shovel? That is the most. I don't know why he has a most shovel. Important thing. I don't care that's about the suit anymore. Too. This is whatever. Sure, Spider Man's got a new suit. Why does Doc Strange have? Why a does shovel? he have a shovel? That's the most important thing. Why that's the one? most important. That's the plot of the next movie. That shovel. Why would they give it to him? Why is that important enough to put on his action figure? I don't know. Do you think it's like a, a magical item shovel? What? Why? Why would it be that way? That makes it's, no it's nonsense. You think it's a time shovel? A time shovel? Yeah. A multiverse shovel? I don't know. I don't know. It's a little bizarre. I have no clue. <clears throat> when does the movie come out? Uh, November. Hold on. Have they even put a release date to it? Is it December? December 17th, 2021. It's the holiday movie. Everyone's excited to see. Do you think it takes place? Question. Because it's December, do you think this takes place during the winter? And that's why Doctor Strange has snow boots and a shovel. 
because he's shoveling you, the sidewalk. I think in it's front gonna of... be. I think it's. I think it's gonna be something completely like innocuous, where it's That's not. Right. It's yeah. like a funny scene, where he just seems completely relatable and tired. I'm more. Like it's him outside shoveling snow, but he has his cape on for some reason. But he's wearing like a jacket and snow boots. Is that what this is going to be? Yeah, uh, that's my Strange. But I don't know. I I also think it's interesting that Zendaya's character has MJ has like a suit on. Yeah, she looks very professional. It makes me wonder if she's going to like intern. Well, somewhere. did they did they graduate from high school? No, not yet. Mm-mm. Okay. They're still well, and the kid. other kid, what's his name? Flash? <laughs> Zip? No, this is uh, that's Flash. That's his other friend. This is the the yeah. man in the suit or the man in the the seat. Man oh. in the chair. Man in the chair. He's but also. It's hard to I, tell with Funko Pops. They're you know Ned. they don't have that many distinguishing marks. I think the actor that plays Ned also lost a lot of weight. Ned does. Ned's doing the like every fat guy thing. Every fat guy relates to Ned. You get it. In one movie, he's one size, and the next movie, he's a different size, and in this movie, he's a different. Every fat dude on earth understands Ned. We all are on the same page with you. We get it, dude. Every movie, he's a different size. We're like, yeah, no, that checks out. I'm trying to see if I can find a current day photo of him, but I'm not. I'm not having luck. Oh, that's right. And some of them were held back because they were gone for five years. Oh, also, apparently the big news. If we're getting into the Hollywood news, I guess uh, Tom and, and Zendaya are dating now. They were kissing in a car. Uh, dating is, is, is like, what the you hell? know. Je- like- you like new right? Are you a Hollywood gossiper, Jesse Cox? I mean, I am up on Marvel information, and the two of them are Marvel characters, and so when they were got kissing in a car, and that was, it was like, like, oh you my god, like, the love is real. Whew, you were on top of it. Well, let me just say, <laughs> as a human being who, yeah. you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. has kissed uh-huh. a few people, it's just kissing. Okay. It's just kissing. Okay. They aren't like, you know, it wasn't like, and then they exchanged vows. Like, you know, they were just too... <laughs> Two incredibly attractive people, like in a car, smooching, and people okay. are like, oh. "How do you not kiss?" Yeah, if anything, I, I I'd be like, "Look, we have to, right?" Like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, we definitely do. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Like, that, that's yeah, right. that's the Jessam game right there. That's big Jessam I mean, game. Yeah, if I ever met anyone equally as attractive as me, BJG. I think we would both agree that that's what had would have to occur. We would both be in the car together, and I'd be like, "We doing this?" And they'd be like. Yeah, we are. And I'm like, all right, nice. All right. Look at this photo that I, this is actually kind of a bigger, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh, he's a goddamn rock star. Like I said, he did that. Uh, he did that like uh, uh, Jonah Hill thing. We're like, you know, Jonah Hill got big and then he got small and then he got big again and he got small. Well, like, wasn't that all? Wasn't maybe. there also some rumor or like, didn't he also have to gain weight for a lot of the films where they're like, yeah, we want a big, we want a bigger guy. And Jonah well, that's, like, I mean, that's, I think is one of the weird things about Hollywood is uh, he wanted to do films where they were like, get thinner so you can do this role. And he's like, okay. And then they were like, we want to cast you, but you're not like the fun fat friend anymore. So we can't like, you aren't going to fit this role. 
It's wild. Hollywood's crazy. It's the exact opposite for women. Women, there's only one rule. But for guys, it's like, no, well, you aren't the fat friend anymore. So we can't. I'm so sorry. We can't cast you. And it's like, what the hell? Yeah. 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 I th- he looks great. I think it's he looks of, very good. It kind of explains why he's wearing that jacket, though, because he's probably joined. They're probably narratively going to say he joined the football team. And that's how he oh, lost the Oh, that's weight. how he got the letter jacket? Yeah, I definitely thought it was the other guy, Flash or whatever, because, you know, the I don't know why I associate the letter. Or I don't associate the letterman with douchebaggery, but films stereotypically yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought, I, I don't, I think there, you can play sports you, and be a nerd. Sue me. Do you think but, that, well, sorry, finish your thought. Finish your thought. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, so I thought it was the I thought it was the other kid, the one that calls him Penis Parker. Right. <laughs> Sorry, that guy's funny to me. Uh, you mean Venom? Is what you mean? Yeah, I think <laughs> canonically Venom, right? Just a second, my phone's going off. I have no clue. Uh oh, that is that is the internet calling you for confusing this guy for Flash. It's true. They're, They're very upset. upset. They're very upset. They're with upset. You. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. They're pop figures. They have like three distinguishing features. They have no distinguishing features. I anytime I meet someone who's like, I'm a pop figure collector, I'm like, you're wasting your money. You're an amoeba. You're just like an amiibo fan. You've wasted your money. That's right. I'm well, doing it right uses. now. Nah, they don't. It's someone who has uh, a decent amount of collectibles. The amiibos have uses. We well, also. I'm, oh, I'm 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 ashamed by what's behind you as well. Too much. We also have uh, <laughs> we also have literally every Disney Infinity toy ever released for some reason in this household. Throw those away. Those are the Beanie Babies of the 2010s. They're, they're back Get there on the spiral. They're back there on the spiral. Toss them out. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just like, I think that the, the draw of Funko Pops probably doesn't come from the aesthetic, but from it's a easy entry point for people that want to collect, collect something them. or have, yeah, have a memento. Like, cause I have a couple of sideshow collectibles, Dr. Strange stuff, but I don't expect anybody else to, to pay that or like the figure arts price or yeah, yeah. any of those. So I think it's just, you know, it's accessible. You can get them almost anywhere and they're somewhat, you know, uh, I feel like they're almost uh, like a good signifier, you know, where you put something down and everybody kind of recognizes roughly what that thing is supposed to be like when you're playing d and I feel like Funko Pops are that. But I'm not going to lie. I have a hard time figuring out which one is which. Like, it's it's like a thing I have, like a weird form of dyslexia because people will show me their Funko Pops and I have no clue who it is Yeah, most of the time. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, we don't own... I think we have Gears of War Funkos somewhere in this house, and that's the only one. But that's because I think Microsoft sent them to us. We did not We did not purchase those with our own money. So we're off the hook. I would have given have them away few. to someone who enjoys them. I would have been like, I have hey, like well, the, that's my wife. Football? That's why, yeah, she's a huge Gears of War fan. I have, like, the Monster Hunter ones. I don't have any of the humanoids. Because the humanoids are the ones I can't really tell the difference of, but oh, I have oh, like the okay. Funko Pop dragons, right? And I because I can tell what that is. 
Do they have tails on the dragon or yeah. is it just it, okay? They do. Mm-hmm. I see. It's like a it's like a full dragon. They have like a Zenogre and a Rathalos and ah. so I have those, but yeah. There you go. There you go. That's our Funko Pop tail. Uh are you gonna get the Doctor Strange Funko Pop with the shovel? Old man strange. I mean, obviously, yes, I am. As, <laughs> After all this, Jesse, you're in. Yeah, I mean, you're obviously, I'm going to get them. Um, yeah, all six of these are, I'm going to purchase and display okay. proudly. All right, on my mantle. So yep. I put a Funko Pop. That's on my where mantle. Funko Pops the line, or uh, as yeah. a conversation piece when people come over for high tea. They'll be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, Jesse, is that Doctor Strange?" And I'm like, "Yes." Like, oh my, why does he have a shovel? And I'll be like, well, let me tell you, it was a cold winter in New York City that year. Yeah. It's true. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is. Sorry, I'm. Conf- there was another toy. And I don't really know what this toy actually is doing. And I need some help with this. What the hell is this toy doing? That's a weird question. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What is? I don't even well, think the toy knows. It says mystery besides, web gear. It's a, it's a mystery to the, the toy itself. Besides throwing up the horns, um, this guy is. Does it say? What the hell is this toy doing? Why does the web? Why does the webbing look like that? There's two other toys that have mystery web gear. What does that mean? Uh, slashfilm.com reports each of these figures have Spidey wielding accessories that make it look like his web can now take on the form of mystical shapes and weapons. One figure is wielding some kind of trident and a large fist, while another has some kind of shape, uh, sharp web blast. There's also one that appears to be a web shield. And behind that is one of the Dao Mandala shapes we've seen Doctor Strange use before. Hmm. I'm more interested in that clip-on armor that's sitting by his foot. Is that like body armor? That's what it looks like to me. It looks like it would clip over his chest and fortify him in some way. That's a little weird. Do you think that the package art has been altered oh to hide the fact that it's part of the movie the mystery web gear looks like it's over something else like that white swirl this one's definitely from the movie the bad guys go over there i got him i'm gonna go get him with my spike (laughs) these are definitely the funko pops that we saw so they're from the movie yeah so the question becomes, is this, is this going to be like full-on multiverse craziness? <laughs> could be. It, it very well could be. It's like, look at, I mean, just look at the image. It says mystery web gear, and then there's this white splotch, but then there's like clearly something behind it that was underneath it. I don't know. There's, there's one more. Look at this one. This one's maybe the most absurd of them all. Because he just has a giant drill. And also a fist at the end of his 
at the end of the web. This movie is about to be super bonkers. I'm so here for it. It's going to be insane. I'm so here for for this ridiculous movie. What What is happening right now? Also, also, Mephisto confirmed. God damn it, Jesse. Guys, we're done. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. We'll talk about episode four and five in the same week in Black Widow. It's gonna be a long one, right? Good show, everybody. I don't even know where to go. I don't even know what to say. Well, Jesse ruined it for everyone. He did. He did. He did. Like <laughs> he did without a doubt. Without a doubt. Good night, everybody. The article also goes on, it should be noted that sometimes the Marvel movie action figures made for kids include extra accessories that don't have any place in the film itself. But since the Funko Pop of Spider-Man teases some kind of integration with Doctor Strange's powers, we think these enhanced web weapons are something we'll see in the movie. I don't. They're going to have drill hand in the movie? I find that hard to believe. I don't, like, how do you... is Spider-Man a fucking wizard? Is that what's happening? Does he like get trained in the wizardly ways of Doctor Strange? And then he can morph his... I mean, the 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 tech behind his webs is all technology, right? Like, it's not... He doesn't... I don't know. I don't know. I don't think any of us can possibly figure out what... The, although... Hold on. What is the Marvel Marvel MCU schedule? What is the MCU schedule right now? What do you mean? Like upcoming things. Oh, we've got Eternals. We've got Ball of Madness. We've got What If, uh, Black Widow Friday. Okay, so in order, it Shang-Chi, looks like right. we have Black Widow, July uh, 9th. Then What If is August of 2021 uh-huh shang chi is september 2021 mm-hmm. then uh eternals november and then spider-man eternals november right november 5th it says well god damn that's I, a lot of movies yeah so we have four movies for the rest of the year plus what if and also i watched hawkeye, again i think I, Hawkeye somewhere. It says Hawkeye is sometime, but it doesn't have a date. It says late 2021, whatever that means. Yeah, I think Hawkeye's going to be like November. But it also October. says Miss Marvel late 2021. So that's, like, not a that's thing. two they have to cram in. Yeah. That's, I think that'll get pushed or already has been pushed. But the fascinating thing about all this is that based on Loki, which we do need to talk about, I was watching the What If trailer. And the What If trailer is like very cool in that. You know, it, it does the whole, it does the thing that every what if is, but it also has like the watcher, yeah, as like the host. He's the host, yeah, and and it, it it's sort of a you know if these things were different, which I think is a great follow up to to Loki, and it's like okay, moving into it's very clear they're setting up, like what were the possibilities? What could be real? What is reality? I'm ready for I'm ready for Spider-Man to get weird. There, uh, yeah, I want to see, see weird Spider-Man. Saying. Right. Right? Like the Eternals and 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 so they're like setting up all of these you know you can see that it's like okay, Shang-Chi is going to set up some of the supernatural elements, right? 
and then you're going to have Eternals, which can set up the intergalactic elements. So now we exist in a world of both intergalactic, interdimensional, and like fantasy. Uh, Dragon you know, type it, it, shit. All of it together. Yeah, I mean that's that, at the end of the day, that's pretty. That's pretty core Marvel. Yeah. Even though most of us think of Marvel as like it's the street level brawls with with Kingpin. Truly, it's like, and then Gorgamoth of the Twelfth Legion flew his warship to the sixth dimension. That's really what Marvel is. Let's not, you know, it's really what it is. So I'm ready for that. I'm ready to get weird with it. Like uh, Thanos was like baby Marvel when you think about what Marvel actually is. Yeah. Marvel is like, and then in the other dimension, like meanwhile, in another dimension, wacky stuff. I'm ready. Let me ask you this. Why is it for me, and this is a personal question, I guess, why is it for me that the weirdest thing out of all of this is that there's a fucking dragon in Shang-Chi? The dragon is, here's the thing, canonically, the dragon's an alien. Right. Are they going to say that? Do you think that? Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, the dragon, like, landed on Earth millennia ago. It has lived uh, and provided all of us with our power. Right? Is that is that how they're going to do this? I mean, because those the, the rings are supposed to be the, the rings are on the arm. Everyone believes because they're dragon sized rings or dragon hands. I mean, that's first off, super dope. Second off, if it was alien technology, they wouldn't have to explain it. They could just be like, yeah, it's alien tech. Um, and three, uh, we have to see what the full dragon looks like because the original dragon in the comics looks goofy as shit. And he is like, he looks like. like he could be an alien because he's got like weird feet and he's like, I'm the dragon. <laughs> and in this, he looks like a kind of badass underwater dude. So yeah. I don't know. They'll probably get to mix some characters. I, I don't, I don't think they'll do a Fin Fang Foom, at least not in that movie. But it's still the do weirdest they, thing it, for me. Yeah, I don't know. The dragon is not Fin Fang Foom. Well, but dragons canonically in marvel aren't they just aliens isn't that the whole yeah, goof i think so i believe so i think given some of what we know about eternals they're gonna start they're gonna have to at some point start doing this thing where it's like well this person was here all along or this was happening all along and you just didn't know and we kind of saw them do that with the tva too right like technically the tva is been present oh god oh god this is where it gets wibbly wobbly timely wimey because they grabbed loki from the past so they were present throughout the entire events of what we've witnessed so far except they exist outside of the timeline maybe i mean that's all maybe now we gotta get. We'll, I know. We'll get to all I that, know. But. I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore, JP. Yeah. But I think they're kind of falling into this theme of like, well, this was always here, even with like the witches, you know, with with, right. with Scarlet Witch, with WandaVision. They kind of were like, oh, well, witches existed. They were there the whole time, and you just didn't know. Or the 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 recent drop of vampires. Yeah, like, they, that's they were the there second the time, time we had a vampire drop. And they just like casually walked by nothing. Va oh yeah. Vampires. Yeah. I, I kind of like this theme they've been putting in where they, instead of sitting here trying to explain why we didn't know and this, that, and the other, they're just kind of like, Oh yeah, they were there. They've been there. So I think there could definitely be this thing where it's like, 
oh yeah, Fing Fang Foom has been around. And then he went in the ocean or whatever and decided to hang out with Cthulhu for like, you know, two to three centuries. Who knows? But uh, he's been there the whole time. I wouldn't be surprised if they just do something like that. Maybe. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. Like, they've done a pretty fantastic job of retconning in a way that isn't too offensive. A great example is they introduce all these amazing characters and they're like, you know, this character has the power of this and this character can do this. And we always think like, okay, well, why weren't they helping in New York, for example? But I think Endgame did a great job of like, oh, no, like Sorcerer Supreme was like, you know, there doing, you know. He was always there. Like the Sorcerer Supreme thing. Yeah. Right. And like fighting, but just wasn't in this narrow scene of one street that we saw. And I'm like, okay. I, as a fan, can accept that, even though I, it would have been, like, you know, wild if that wasn't the case. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, Sorcerer Supreme had to be there the entire time. But, you know, I, I it wasn't planned, so it's hard to show that kind of stuff. But it's it's nice that they, like, include that. So I'm really interested to see things like, um, you know, like Atlant- the Atlanteans. Like, what yeah. were they up to? What was going on with them the entire time? Uh, things, you know, things like the Shang-Chi stuff and what was going on there. Why wasn't he involved in a lot of things? And so I, I also think them filling in the gaps is fun too. Is going back and be like, well, actually he was doing this or they were doing this thing. And I'm like, all right, that's fun. That's, I mean, that it like creates a better, more, uh, cohesive world. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It, that, that all makes sense. I suppose it is just, it's, it's fucking dragon. It's a little weird. where was the dragon when i don't when spider-man needed um against mephisto in london you know why didn't he or not mephisto jesus christ no mephisto nope not but but i think it's the same i think it's the same thing as you know when you think about the sorcerer supreme tasked with protecting the sanctum yeah and so you know I imagine this dragon is like, hey, my job is to protect the ring of... Here's the thing. Do you think he speaks English? Or does he speak uh, telepathically? Or is he just like Uh, a loud, booming dragon voice? Well, considering everyone is speaking English in this film, and I don't think any of them are like, I don't know. I guess it's for an you know Americanized audience. Yeah. Normally, I would be like, oh, just subtitle this thing. But you know, I imagine the dragon speaks perfect English. I imagine the dragon is flawless, flawlessly Englished. You know, Fur- Furious Furball makes a really great point that is kind of mind blowing if you think about it. Thanos speaks English, you guys. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanos speaks English. Everyone's speaking the, end of the day. Everyone around the galaxy, <laughs> except for the people that here's here's how you know they don't speak English. Do they look humanoid? If they don't, they're like, oh, right? right? But if they're humanoid, they're like, oh, hello, fellow humanoid. Sure. Yeah. Because we've all decided that uh, British colonialism extended into space. <laughs> they really did a number on the galaxy, let me tell you. Well, that that was uh, Captain Britain, right? That was that's how yeah, that worked. Yeah. He went to space yeah. with uh, the 
this magical sword and Merlin, and they taught the universe how to speak English. That's true. He, he did a course in, in space, taught everyone cosmic being how to speak English. Even the, even the grandmaster speaks English. Yeah. Yeah. And well, he was in Jurassic commentary. Park, so he learned from the dinosaurs. Who oh, are also fair. aliens. That was the, yeah. Those were also magical beings. Yeah. Yeah. Universally. Yeah. Even Dormammu. <laughs> even Dormammu speaks English. Everyone's like, it's his chosen. He prefers it when, when, when devouring worlds. He prefers it. Look, Duolingo really blew up during COVID. Okay. It, it got, it got some places. I've been stuck here for centuries. <laughs> I had lots of free time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like having to explain it every time is, is, is just pedantic, you know, because I feel like they always have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I get, I get why. No, you know, they, they understand that a a good chunk of their audience doesn't want to sit there and read subtitles. And it's the same reason everyone speaks common in D and D it just makes things easier until you don't want it to make things easier anymore. And then you insert, Oh, well this character doesn't speak common. Right. But right. It, it cause like city, I, they even had to do that with like the TVA. Like I also speak every time or every language on the timeline, you know, like, Oh, I've, I've got a universal translator. Oh, I I'm, I'm a God. I just know every language. Like, why does it need to be explained? There's a way for them to communicate because there's a way for people to freaking wield magic and do everything else so why wouldn't there be a way for them to speak another language you know it's i i just feel like it's it just gets in the way to sit there and try to be like well how how would thing or i guess like because i think that's a valid question like is he psychic or not but you know getting into i don't think they have to explain it every time there's a way yeah there's a way because even all the commentary and announcement like the grandmaster was doing in this like intergalactic contest of champions, or I guess it's not really intergalactic so much as it's like, you know, a bunch of dregs from a bunch of different countries or a bunch of different systems collected on one planet was still in English. I'm sure it was some type of universal translator thing, but you know, who honestly, who cares? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? It, It is again, let me just say, if you're down on the street level and like an alien with three noses comes up to you, it 100% is like, and then like everyone else is like, oh, that's just Greg. Don't worry about him. He's Greg. wild. Yeah. You're just like, what? Why well, gotta, well, I gotta no. talk shit about Greg? Greg's if, like, if, if, if it's a Marvel movie, it's a Marvel movie. Someone does speak that language. They translate it. And it's usually just a, a quip. It's just a joke. That he's saying, or he doesn't like yeah. the guy, and and then the character lies and says, "Oh yeah, he really likes you." Yeah. That's the Marvel. Also, <laughs> this is Star You're Wars. Totally characters. right. That's absolutely what it is. Yeah. It's always just like topo and he's like, "Oh, he says he likes you," and he's like, "Udakata," every time. Yep. Yeah, that's the joke. Every time. Every time. It's true. It's true. All right. Uh, being that this is an hour long podcast and we have nine minutes left, let's talk about Loki episode four entitled the Nexus event. Well, we really were wrong about a lot of shit. You guys, we didn't, we didn't really predict. I don't know. We were right about a lot too. We were right about a lot too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it, it, it's but it's Kang though, right? Like we're all on the same page. Maybe. Let's let's first say this because one hundred percent Kang. For some I was reason, right. It's one hundred percent Kang. For some reason, in the U.S., we are front page right now to eighteen thousand people watching. So we'll just say eighteen thousand uh, people are watching this. Yeah, currently. Hey, we're gonna discuss Loki and straight up spoil the entirety of every episode up till episode four. If you don't want to uh, hear this, you know, maybe click away. All right, you've been warned. You've been warned. Uh, yeah, I don't. Maybe it might be Kang. I don't. It. it... <laughs> Bronze, are you? It could be Kang. I'm just stuffing sugar cookies into my mouth on the front page. I mean, <laughs> look, you're a person. Oh, Jack, too. you see it? You see it? You're you're a person too. Mm. You know. Before somebody's like. This female is disgustingly eating cookies during a podcast. How unprofessional. <laughs> yeah, Wonderful. so unprofessional. Yeah. Mm. That's some high quality H2O there. Uh, where do you guys... What, what? Let me first off start this way. Kang. I don't know if it's Kang, but let me ask you this, Jess. It's happening. It's happening, JP. We, we got to have a discussion here. What do we think about the idea of hooking up with your... Your altered dimension, you would you would you sleep with the female variant? Zero hesitation. You kidding me? Is that not like what? I mean, the hell with the timelines. I'd damage the hell. I would damage that timeline all night. Do you think the do you think the show is messing with us though? Like, and it's not actually them bonding romantically. It's them not, uh, or it's them dying on that planet that was causing the spike? I I think it's definitely going to be something different, right? It's certainly going, going to be uh, not them being in love because this show is all about red herrings. It is entirely about either like Loki caring about someone other than him or, you know, some, some other thing. It's definitely not what, you know, Mobius assumed right it's gonna be that's that's part of the the, the ending for sure i yeah. have a crazy theory here we go that's why we're here <laughs> <laughs> okay so during the course of the episode at one point mobius put loki in a chamber where he has to repeatedly get punched in the junk by sif and correct although initially it's funny at some point you're like god this is kind of horrible right um during that scene, Loki says that he knows that he's gonna he's alone and that he'll always be alone and that that's why he does things like shave off half of Sif's hair because, you know, that's him trying to look for any... I, th- I forget what he says. He says something like any shred of attention or something like that. Or lash out because he knows he's always going to be alone. And Mobius shows up and says, like, do you really believe you're gonna be alone do you really believe like there's there's nothing in you that's like worth redeeming i think that what causes the variant spike is that loki does on some level believe that but in loving sylvie he's actually loving himself by finding something redeemable and worth sacrificing himself for in sylvie is he not basically saying that he is also worth saving that he believes in himself and believing in her, he's believing in him, that there's something good there, that there's something worth saving, that there's something redeemable, that there's something worth sacrificing himself for. 
And that's what's causing the spike. Because he, this is one thing Loki has never done, is love himself. Am I crazy? <laughs> Y'all could are be. very quiet. No, could, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It could, it could be. In a perfect world, like last week, in a perfect world, what, an, what a great idea. Yeah, this is a marvel what a show, fantastic, though. fantastic, amazing idea. However, just like your prediction last week, this is a Marvel show, and I don't know if we're ever going to the places you want us to go. The places you want to take us are like, man, that would be amazing. That would really be a, a great moment. But this show is going to be like, no, Loki really wanted to bang himself. We all know that's like how this Marvel works. That's how Marvel works. They're like, we don't want to make it too deep. The kids at home might get confused. So, yeah, Loki wanted to smooch himself. Like that's, I'm really afraid that's where we're going. Sure. <laughs> Just... I mean, that's how it works. I think that's why we're immediately endeared to Mobius, right? Because Mobius says, like, I see a shivering little kid in the the cold, and I want to believe that this kid can do better. And and Loki says in the beginning that so much of his bluster is bluff because on some level he gets that he's small, and this is a tool of the weak to oppress or whatever when he's talking about his his scare tactics and why he does the things he does. All of these kind of indicate that the big difference between him and Thor or any other hero is that he doesn't believe he's capable of more and he doesn't believe that he can be more. He, he doesn't actually believe he's that smart. He doesn't actually believe he's that capable. And he, he says, yeah, yeah, I'm smart. Yeah, I'm the best Loki and it's all fake but if he believes sylvie is all those things and he believes he is all those things and that means he's going to go from b-list material to a-list material because that's the piece that was missing the confidence the, yeah. the inward confidence rather than the outward confidence yeah could be i, I mean i love that idea and hopefully that is kind of the vibe we get I'm really curious where this series goes based on the, you know, things that happened, the post credits. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to dissect in this episode. Um, that is, you know, no matter which Loki we get, there's a lot happening in his, uh, world right now. But you think they just want to bang each other? <laughs> no, it look, I don't know what I think. I, I mean, at first this episode, it was obvious. Yeah. I definitely got thrown like, for a loop. I don't know what I think anymore. Yeah, like the the obviously at the end of the previous episode, the reason everyone was like, "Oh, something's up," and they were like holding hands. At the time, I didn't think at all. I didn't. I didn't think like, "Oh yeah, they they definitely are like trying to bang." You just thought it was the end of the world, last moment type deal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know what I thought. I just was like, "Oh, interesting." And it wasn't until more like Mobius was like, "You were in love with yourself." Was I like, "Is that what was happening there?" It never occurred to me that that was what was going on. Sure. Until Owen Wilson was like, wow, you want to bang yourself? Crazy. Like, it never occurred to me <laughs> that that's what was happening. Wow. He almost said that, by yourself. the way. Yeah, I don't. Did you guys catch that where he says how instead of wow? I think it's how. How? How are you going to bang yourself? That's weird. Yeah. Right? Like, that's, that was what was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't until... He brought it up that I was like, oh, is that what was going? Is that the takeaway? 
So I, I, I originally very much like Bronze thought that that scene where they were holding hands it was him just being like, you know, he saw something in her. And I don't know if it was a friendship between the two, but it was the first time he cared about anyone other than himself. I think that was the vibe we're supposed to get. And so that's what I took away from it. But, you know, the rest is just jokes. I don't, you know, I mean, I obviously wouldn't sleep with, sleep with myself. Wait, so there's an important question here, too. JP, would you sleep with female variant, JP? No, cause I'll, I'll go with first impression. I thought it was weird as shit when they were like, wait a minute. Is this actually, like, my mind immediately goes like, is that incestual? I don't know. <laughs> like, that's where my mind went. It was like. That's just like that, your puritanical hangups, man. Is that more like, I don't know if you? I can do that. <laughs> that's where my brain it's went. Like, what is stop being such a prude and my, just my like mind do goes, it yourself? Is Twitter gonna cancel these folks? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna get out of this. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. You know, that's what Thor does, and by Thor I mean Loki. That's what Loki does. It makes you think of, uh, you know, is it weird if you want to bang your alternate uh, dimension self? Right. No. The big question. It's not weird. It's not weird. The concept of an alternate dimension self is weird, but like once you've accepted that, nothing's really weird anymore. Sure. Once you've accepted, once you've met your alternate self, at that point, nothing's weird. Right. I, I'm sure that kind of you know, that's yeah. that's a character what, what development matter, that I, you can't really relate to unless it's happened. Right? I have, I have the most depressing answer to this question. Oh boy, here I, we go. Let's work it out. I don't think I'd sleep with variant me because I think I'd be like, I don't like myself that much. Like in the sense that I am a perfectionist. So I always see my own flaws. <laughs> and I feel like I would see that in variant me. Whereas like, you know, if it's, you know, you don't ever see yourself the way other people see you, mm. you know? Yeah. So I feel like there's probably, there's probably a, I would probably just see flaw there. Because my nah. eye, my eye is much kinder to other people than it is to me. I mean, you know? sure, I get that. Okay, I think it'd be the same for me, but for different reasons. Like, obviously, variant sexy female Jesse would just be too good for me. She'd be like, ah, "I'm gonna pass," right? Like, I'd try. <laughs> I would definitely try, and she'd be like, mm-hmm. "No, I'm good." <laughs> I'd be like, "Come on, baby." She'd be like. Mm. No, I'm gonna go back to my timeline. <laughs> yeah, what if the variant just says no? That I mean, that's like the the truest rejection, right? Mm-hmm. Like if if your own your own being from another dimension <laughs> says no, like at that point, what are you really doing? Right? Yeah, she'd be like, "We could just be friends," and I'd be like, cool. "She'd hit you with a friend comment." Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I'd go like, back. What do you do like, at that point? Right. Is that is that oh, when I just you just walk become... back through my portal? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, okay, then we're done here. Yeah. Like, Maybe that's what happens. We hold like, on, no. hold on. Big theory time. Maybe, maybe that's why Doctor Strange has a snow shovel, and he's wearing some <laughs> get up. It's because he met his alternate dimension female version, and she said, oh, "No, I'm not interested." So now he just shovels snow, just down the middle. Or of he's park. trying to like shovel to the center of the earth and just could lay there be. and die could be <laughs> might be that's how i would feel after i was rejected by myself yeah be like you know yeah the At center of point, the earth with just... me 
Yeah, just dig to the center of the earth. It's over. Could I be. got nothing left now. I rejected myself. Time to go. Here's here's another thing uh, to to <laughs> to stop goofing around for one second. Someone brings up <laughs> uh, uh, the comment that I've actually thought about as well. A uh, real Mothman in my chat said, Sylvie is definitely not actually a Loki. Do you think there's any credence? To, do you think that uh, Sylvie's not actually a Loki? Do you think I mean, it's like the I daughter have... of Hela or something? And in that universe, Thor is like the bad well, uh Well, let's, let's talk about this really child. quick. Because I think this relates to this episode in an important way. So this episode left us with a lot of questions, right? And one of the biggest questions is... We get a flashback at the very beginning of Sylvie, young Sylvie, yeah. with black hair. Uh, at least that's the assumption, right? This, you know, this could be like a weird, you know, twist thing. But the assumption is black-haired Sylvie is taken to the TVA, and uh, and the scene that takes place is she's like, oh, and then the Valkyrie defeats the dragon, and then it's taken away. And we don't know why she was taken. There's no explanation of why she was taken. She was just taken. And I, uh, at some point, assumably, assumably, uh, sure, uh, she changed her name to Sylvie for reasons that I don't quite know, but the that is a big mystery of why she was taken, right? Like, why was this person doing nothing? And maybe, I, mean, I don't know, it could be anything. It, it could, I saw a bunch of theories, one was like, she wanted to become a Valkyrie. There was one where it was she wanted to be. She was just like a good person, not doing anything. She was like a kid. Uh, I saw one that said that um, the reason why is, you know, it's obviously the right answer. But the reason why is they're just pruning all the Lokis from the timeline and right. throwing them in uh, a place that I will talk about later. Hashtag Kang. It's definitely Kang. Uh, but like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what side I, I fall on. I, I think I think she's a Loki, but it's a it's a Loki made from uh or, or created from a different like not a frost giant type deal. But I thought she said that she knew she was adopted. Did she say yeah. that in the in, on the train? She said they didn't tell you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh she right. She Which knew. indicates that she had uh, she knew that she was. Yeah. Then maybe she's just straight up Loki. Maybe that maybe that's a closed case. Well, okay, so I know last episode I posited two different theories. One was that like, oh, you know, she's this entire last episode has been a has been, you know, under she she's enchanted Loki, which was wrong. Okay, can't be perfect all the time. The other thing I was saying is one of two things happened. Right. One is that she's been running since she was young. And the second is that she used to be a TVA uh, enforcer, analyst, whatever they're called now. Because and I said that based off of her knowledge of the TVA, her age and a couple of other things, because it seemed like she had indicated earlier that she was taken when she was young, too. And we found out in the last episode that it was indeed that she was taken when she was young and she spent her entire life trying to scratch out a living while running from these people, which is, is horrible because every timeline she went to, she saw it get destroyed, which is, that's gotta, that's gotta feel horrible. She was like, everywhere I went, I caused 
a branch and every place I went, they, they neutralize the timeline that has to feel there's probably some guilt associated with that, which explains why she's so different than like our Loki. Right. Right. But I think that might also breed resentment for the name because so much of her, so much of why her life is shitty has to do with nothing other than she's Loki and she's not supposed to be like this. And one of the questions that remains unanswered is like, well, what did you do that caused the branch? She was playing with toys. What did she do that caused the branch? I have I no clue. I think that's a fascinating, yeah. Other than that's just going to be a big exist. twist. Well, so I mean, I don't I, I don't think that there's I think that that has a lot to do with why she probably freaking hates being Loki is that she didn't really she at least from our perspective, she wasn't really doing anything. Yeah, I mean, she was just hanging out. I, I, a lot of people are saying that, well, it's because she's a girl that makes her different than the other Loki's are all guys. But if that was the case, wouldn't they just have shown up at like the moment she birth. was born? Yeah. yeah. Well, then I at mean... birth, they would have been like, nope, and snatched her away. So, like, that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. There's something. We're getting into a popular time travel theory here on if you could <laughs> go and kill someone, when's the best point to do it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have like, and this is this is why I'm just gonna like you know let's let's shocking conclusion of this episode well big thing is we get to see the uh three timekeepers and uh they look dope they're super cool the one guy looked like the lorax which was hilarious yes that was and really then, yeah i i thought they looked what i it i didn't get enough time before what you're about to say happened happened to really be like do i like the oh i don't it doesn't matter if what i think about them now at this point the minute they showed up, I was like, this is some fake bullshit. Because like, they looked That's, fake. Yeah, yeah. And I, I definitely think that said, was like, part this of is it? Wizard of the Oz shit. Or was, yeah, was I was like, oh, look at these fake ass. Yeah, the minute they showed up, I was like, nah, these are fake. And so, yes, I, of course. Yeah. I have written in my notes at oh. number one, oh. Timekeeper's logo change. Because I would like to, huh. there logo was a change. point where Jesse said, if the Timekeeper's show up on camera i will personally pay to have all of our logos redone oh, as shit. three timekeepers oh, right. he did not he did not say that that he did not say they had to be real he said if and i quote oh, no. and i quote oh, they boy. go into that misty foggy room and there are three alien dudes there i will personally pay for a logo change he did not clarify that the and that's number it's number one on my notes is is logo MCU crew logo change courtesy of Jesse because you didn't specify they had to be real. You just said Fine, they showed you, three you get to be the Lorax aliens. one, bronze. You get to be the one with the mustache. No, I'm not the no, no, I get to no, choose. I, I get to choose. You're the mustache. You're the mustache what? one. No, I want to be the I want to be the slightly cool looking one. Nope, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. You're the Lorax. If I'm paying is, for it, it's my money. This is bullshit. <laughs> There's your monkey paw, Bronze. There you go. You got what you wanted. Now be your Lorax. Wait, so then which one are you going to be? 
I don't know what the other one that like isn't the cool one and isn't the Lorax, the one who had to pay for a logo change, the one of the three that definitely got suckered into paying for a logo change. That's who I am. That's the one I am. I got I got to go back and look to, to look at them real quick. Wait, why is it so hard to find the image of them? What the hell? I, I just they're not the, real. They're not real, bro. I'm just getting the statues. They never were. Anyway, while you look, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, guess what? They weren't real. I agree Spoilers. with EOD. It has to be in order. Because that would that's what would make Yeah, sense, so in order, you know? you're you're the yeah, like I said, you're the you're um, the mustache one. JP is the guy order, in the middle, and I'm the other guy who had one line and was never on screen. <laughs> the guy was like, I'm also here. And then like was <laughs> never around. I'm that guy. I'm the guy who's like, and I too have thoughts on the matter. Yeah. <laughs> That is correct. I am also one of the three. Apparently, by the way, I don't know if you guys caught this, um, but after Sylvie, after they do their little fight and they cut off the head of one of the timekeepers, if you if you turn up the volume, apparently you can hear them saying "see you soon" from the animatronic head or something like that. I didn't go back and do it, but I think it was. Like I think that's confirmed. They they all talk afterwards as well before they short circuit. They all have a few lines of dialogue. I don't remember what they say, but they all talk to him as well. Yeah. Like when they're laughing, they're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. yeah. That's they say. See <clears throat> you soon. Like see period you period soon. It's it's long and drawn out. So I I don't I don't know if that's indicative of anything apart from like someone's definitely playing with them. I don't know who it is. Could be Kang. But all right, let's get to this thing. So I'm telling you, it's good. It's 100% Kang. This is our first introduction to Kang. I'm ready for it. As, as this uh, scene ends and we, they, you know, they defeat the timekeepers, by the way, uh, what was agent B 15 B 52? Yeah. B 15. Uh, I guess is alive. They didn't really show her getting zapped. Right. But uh, she wasn't pruned. But they did punch her. Like, for the biggest badass in the TVA, she got, like, one, one shot. Punched. Yeah. She, she threw a sword, and they were like, blop, and that was it. Uh, I guess to take her out of the fight for cool reasons? I don't know. Well, the focus but, uh, was, was immediately on Loki and Sylvie in that yeah, moment. Yeah, I just think it would have been cool if she was, like, in the background, like, fighting off a wave of dudes. That would have been dope. Has she yeah. anyway. won a fight? Loki collared her. She got bamboozled <laughs> by Sylvie. I don't think we've actually seen her win a fight. She won the opening she fight versus Loki. Cool. Remember when they're in the desert and she hits them with the uh, the like speed stick or oh. whatever the fuck it's called? Okay. I, I feel like we've seen her get bamboozled three times since then. I guess. You're right. That does suck. Yeah. She seemed like the badass. She's having I a guess, hard time. Yeah, she has gotten her ass kicked multiple times. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, plot twist. Uh not only is mobius vaporized and pruned which this i didn't expect the minute they walked out of that portal thing i was like oh no here we go here it comes um but also loki spoilers loki gets pruned didn't expect that either those are both just like that's the one the minute they did that camera angle where it's like like this you can't where, see you know, behind it, like, it. Kinda, yeah you can't see me like the whole frame is taken up by two people i was like oh one of them's dead one of them's instantly dead. Yeah. Because I was like, they did not run, uh, 
Renslayer is like down the ground. I was like, nah, she's about to pop up and be like, what? And so, um, yeah, he gets pruned. Can I express a gripe? Obviously, yes. Sure. Always. Yeah. Okay. When Mobius lifts Renslayer's uh, tempad and is going through the footage, did anybody else just think it was so corny how they're recording that girl and she's like, you know, telling this thing and then all of a sudden Renslayer's head pops into frame and she's looking at her own camera like I can't you know, like, said you, that. Yeah, like she literally looks into the camera like this is my own camera that I set up here. We've got to delete this. I was like, what? What is this? What's shot? even funnier? What's even funnier is that then Mobius is like, hold on. Is that my friend? Scroll magnify. And then <laughs> He's like, hold on. Let me get in here. Her face looks so derpy. Her face is like. And I'm like. <laughs> it was a little enhance. derpy. Like, why do you need to enhance her face? You can clearly see it. What are you? What are you expecting to see? Her being like, "That was isn't actually me." Look, that that was just uh, Marvel being one with the kids and the memes, and they wanted yes, to catch her absolutely. in 4K. They just wanted to catch her in 4K. Yeah. That's all that was. 100%. That's that is that was their Star 100%. Wars moment. Like children yeah. won't understand what's going on, so we really have to hit this home. Yeah, like really make sure they get it. And it's like ah, yeah. If he would have just said her name too, that would have made that would have been the trifecta. She looks, he scrolls in, and then like says her name out loud. And then he like looks at the cameras like it was her. Yeah. Then we would have been yeah, like, yeah, all right, we get it. Her phone, and you could have just had her voice be like, you know, terminate the agent or whatever, or and then have two guards come on. And then he would have known because it's her, her phone. But they were like, no, we have to have her walk over there, look at the camera, and be like, and then hit the button. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why? It it was. It was definitely one of those moments where I was watching and like they killed Mobius and I was actually pissed off. And then Loki said the things of like, you know, I've died so many times. It's like, well, he's dead. Like he's about to die in the next five seconds. There's no way that he would say such a thing and they wouldn't kill him off. Um, but then they hit you with the after credits scene, which they haven't done so far in the in the show. And I really wonder how many people watched and did not see that scene. Um, and then later read about it somewhere online or on Twitter or something like that and had to go back to watch it. Um, but that after credit scene, I feel like this entire show has been, uh, you know, uh, turning the, the crazy meter and then they just cranked it. And now we're in like the, like the machine is starting to like be a little bit, uh, strained in terms of how much crazy they're pumping into the show. Um, cause it was, it was absolutely bananas. With what, well, with if you remember last scene. episode, last episode we talked about the fact that famed character actor Richard we E. Talked Grant about it. Yep. was listed as part of the cast, and we were like, who is this guy? What is his character? Why is he in this show? He has no credit listed to his name. We were like, he's in three episodes worth of this show. We are three episodes from the end. He has to show up. And of course, he shows up at the end of this one as old, Lo which I think we said probably old man Loki. Right. King Loki. We, yeah. Yeah. We didn't expect it in this way. We were definitely like, oh my God, he's dead 100% showing up as Loki. And uh, yeah, we got, we have some like pretty iconic Lokis. Yep. In the, except for Gator Loki. I don't know anything about Gator Loki. Gator Loki is actually very iconic. I, and there's a very interesting thing about him that because, I hope they do in the because, show. I hope they do it in the show. Frog Thor? Well, no, because that's of, also very cool that it could mean Toad Thor is a real thing. You know, because of to the, 
I'm, I'm Here's very the thing, excited though. about that. In the comics, and and my uh, post episode uh, musings, in the comics, old man Loki or King Loki or whatever you want to call the the Loki on the right here in this image, doesn't talk. However, alligator Loki speaks for him. Amazing. And so I'm hoping that that voice, which we did not see it credited to any person, because the camera was on Loki. I How think it was the alligator told? talking. Holy shit. That'd I think it was the alligator amazing. speaking. <laughs> I think that's why they're going this crazy with it. And I, I read that. I was like, holy shit, if they actually do that, that's bananas. That would be so good if the alligator, the reason why he's like, they're holding him is because he's like, I speak on behalf of the three of us. That'd be, <laughs> if, if if Richard E. Grant, who it's is the literally voice. He's on the voice. screen, he's the voice of the crocodile. If his voice comes out of that alligator, yes, I will be like, alligator. holy crap. I hope so. I hope that's the voice. I love that his little crown barely sits on his head. <laughs> it makes me think after watching so many TV shows and, and documentaries of like how crazy Hollywood is, uh, particularly when it comes to having animals on set. And like the rights around protecting said animals and everything, it's that's got to be insane. The fact that they put that goddamn little Loki thing on him, it that's got to be outright. It's barely hanging on there for its life, <laughs> and I love it because you can tell that this reptile yeah. was just not having it that day, and that's when I was convinced it was a real animal. Because I feel like if it was done in post, they would have centered it. Maybe I'm wrong. But, like, it adds, like, a level of, like, jank and charm that it's, like, barely hanging on his head and is kind of, like, approaching his eye. I love that. Yeah. Oh, someone I, I said. I love it so much. Someone said, that's no crocodile nor an alligator. That's a Loki dial. And I'm, that's not canon. Um, I mean, obviously, if there's Throg, right, the Thor frog. It's CG? There has, what? There has to be, there has to be Loki, right? Yeah. Gator Loki? Loki? Come on. Yeah. I don't know if that's CG. I'd have to go back and like look at it in motion. I don't think it's in CG. I just assumed that if it was CG, the crown would be centered. I could see it maybe being like a animatronic, and that's why it's hard to center that. I guess I just feel like if they were, they would perfect it if it was CG. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they would. From a um, from a legality point of view. There's probably a lot of red tape around the idea of having a child actor hold an alligator of that size. So that could just be CG. It very well could be. Right. Um, I think so. The the characters that we do see on the screen. They're credited, uh, by from, the way, on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from left to right, obviously, there's Loki Loki. Then there's Boastful Loki, which is essentially supposed to be like if Loki was Thor. Yep. Like, that's the vibe. If Loki, like, lived Thor's life. And there's Kid Loki, which I don't know what Kid Loki is in this context, but in the series, Kid Loki, or in the series, oof, the comics, Kid Loki was, like, um, one of the, we talked about this before, the, the same, I don't know the, the same storyline. Yeah, but it's like, you know, if when Loki, like, takes the form of a kid, right? When he, like, is shattered and becomes a kid for a little bit, and then he, like, stays a kid for a while because he's, like, into it. Yeah. Um. And then you have like old school, literally old school Loki, just like the Loki from like, you know, the same way we got with WandaVision when they were in their old costumes for Halloween, mm -hmm. that same vibe. It, it's a lot for, 
for one image, it's a lot to kind of like if you showed yeah. someone this right after the first Avengers movie, people would be like, no, nah, that's that's not real. That's not a real thing. If they skipped everything between the first Avengers movie and the post credit scene of Loki episode four, there's no way. That's not real. I don't believe that. So here's my question. Do you think they're going to commit to like, oh, this is alternate timeline Loki? Or do you think they're going to be like, oh, no, I was at a costume party when I got lifted by the TVA. I hope they And commit. that's why I I'm hope in they these don't. underoos. No, I think it's going to be I hope they commit. commit too. But they didn't with WandaVision. They were like, oh, I'm a time, I'm a time witcher. And I was like. No, they're gonna commit but, they're gonna 100 commit i don't know where they're at but they're definitely i don't know why they're here i should say but they're definitely in new york uh because you can see the avengers tower which is not yes in the background's here. destroyed in the background let on the me right pitch hand you side. an idea this is what this whole episode's been about for me i've been waiting for this let me pitch you this idea okay here's the idea um <clears throat> here's the jesse cox theory part two i'm totally right about kang by the way all right anyway let me take this if off you damage. know if you know the comics even if you don't know the comics even don't care kang has a little kind of like snow globe world right that's like kind of his vibe if you see in the background of uh, uh whatever that movie was was it ant-man maybe it was uh endgame where they're flying through and you see the little dome city right the way that city's separated is into biomes and those biomes is like he collects things and stores them there and could it not be that pruning is just collecting? Like, I'm removing all these things from the timeline. Because I said last time, Kang's whole end game is that he's trying to, like, create the timeline where he wins. And that's why there's only one sacred timeline. Because he's you know, he needed, like, it doesn't make any sense that the Avengers are allowed to travel through time. Unless Kang is like, well, of course, those fools, right? And so he's letting them do all these things. And then... All of these, like, all the Lokis, because the Lokis are unpredictable. He's like, well, if I just can remove them, because the one Loki is dead in my timeline. So any other Lokis, right? Oh, crap. Maybe the whole point is Loki, who is not a hero, ends up being the one thing that can stop someone like Kang, right? Because he is is that unpredictable, and he is that person who's like, oh, maybe he does find himself to be a hero, right? Instead of being, like, the crappy guy that he is. And his unpredictability is why Kang is like, if I store them away, I can uh, keep them out of out of the timeline. And then the one uh, in my official timeline, he's dead, so it's not a problem. And so that's why they're all in this New York, because this is a destroyed New York, which is one of the timelines that like Kang has in his little biomes that he keeps. Because in the comics, the dude has like Egypt in yeah, there. Yeah, he's got a lot. Yeah. He has, yeah. If you can, if anyone can find an image on the internet well, of like a top down, he's got of like his different versions world. of himself of like different, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's, could I, mean, be... I would say that that's a solid, uh, solid theory that, that the reason all of them are there is because pruning isn't removing someone from reality. Pruning is you just send them to, uh, like one of the many weird biomes that Kang has. I'm trying to go back. Is it is this when it was? Yes. So Jonathan Majors, uh, who if you've seen Lovecraft Country, um, is great in it. 
He is uh, who has been cast as King and was confirmed to be in the next Ant-Man Quantumania movie. Sure. This, however, was back in September of 2020. I think that they cast him so early because he's going to pop up in the show. And I think it was a misleading cast to be like, oh, yeah, he's in this movie. I don't know if he's going to be in the show, but I know they're going to name drop. Like, it feels like this is very similar. I mean, I'd be down with that. Why why would you cast someone a year out from or, or two years or three years out from the actual movie coming out i think that's a 2022 thing like a this summer is, 2022 this is, this is like when they started name dropping thanos early on right like it was a hint that he existed and then we get little things then eventually he starts showing up in end credit stuff and then eventually he's the big bad yeah and i definitely like they could film a stinger like a separate stinger with him at the end of the last episode there's like if you like, i'm gonna try and find this but literally there is famous top-down views of Kang's city and it looks like there is there there is a like this looks like a thing that a collector would keep if of his like weird time conquests and if you're a time villain and your whole villainy thing is time setting up something that can control time and then giving it the authority of like oh well, we're the good guys is such a devious plan it's perfect i it, this like has to be where we're going so are you well, i think this might be the image it's called the Chronopolis, by the way. Yes. Because, uh, you know, chrono time. Is Wink. this it? This is what we see. Oh, that I mean, that's what we see in the background. Let me see if I can find you. Uh, on. There's a trailer shot of Mobius speeding past the Sphinx, also the ship landing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, we don't think Mobius is dead, right? There's no way. He's just mm, off. In, no he's off in another pruned area, maybe the same area. Yeah, this is in the quantum uh, zone. This is this is what I'm talking about, JP. I'm going to stick this in chat for you. Okay. This is like the famous comic view of it. It's like a two-page view of Chronopolis. You can see that like around the main central tower spire area are all the things he's pruned from time. And I'm going to use the word prune because that's exactly what is happening. You can see he's got Mayan pyramids and ancient Egyptian pyramids. He's got like the famous cathedrals. He's got literally like temples and monuments. And the like he is, even though I think it's incredibly funny that most of it looks like earth things, which is very funny. I'm like, he is clearly collecting things. And I think one of the, one of the fantastic additions would be like, I need to get rid of these Lokis, but, uh, you know, how do I do that? Throw them in my, throw them in my, uh, little collection in my and what, menagerie. Do you, do you think he, I have a twist on that. Well, do you think he collected New beautiful. York, Jesse, the, where like yeah. the Avengers tower fell? Okay. Yeah. Or what's your, what's your take Browns? Well, or twist rather. I mean, I feel like this is the trash bin. You know, I agree with Jesse, but like with the twist in that this is the stuff that didn't make the cut because it's like hideous. And for somebody who's like into a collection, the, it to me, what it looked like was like a, a, a garbage. Like n- I didn't like any of this stuff, so I sent it all here. This doesn't fit mm. the grand vision. 
the buildings are ruined. If you look at the background, like it's like all of the timelines and stuff that he didn't like that didn't fit the grand, the grand vision, the variants he doesn't like that don't fit it. Everything that doesn't fit gets thrown into this garbage bin. Because I feel like if it was a collection, he would, I don't know, Kang just seems like the type of dude that keeps his Funko Pops in the boxes with <laughs> plastic protectors around them, you know, in alphabetical order or with numbers. I feel like this is like the, this one's in perfect into the trash, you know? Could be. Could be. I like, I love that a lot. I think that's, yeah, because he wouldn't view the Lokis as worth keeping. He would like, no. you know, he would just, the pruning is like removing them from you know again like when you prune a plant for example right mm -hmm. you're like throwing out the the yes. bad bits yes and you know what jesse i love that you brought that up because the word pruning has bothered me from the beginning so like we've got the melter stick right and it does exactly what it says it does in ragnarok it melts people right pruned people don't really shrivel up or prune they just kind of disappear and yeah, they disappear from like a certain point, but there's no like actual pruning taking place. So to me, I agree with you that it's like they're pruning the, like the branches of a bonsai. That's why they're, they're they don't fit the grand vision anymore. Especially when you look at the timeline and how they're cutting off all these branches. That's where I think pruning really like makes sense is like, Oh yeah, no, we're not, deleting you you don't fit you're going in the recycling bin and that's probably like an apocalyptic hellscape where everything just destroys itself because that means there's whole timelines pruned where the aliens won in new york or you know things like that there there would be horrible things there some mm -hmm. some okay people that you know like the, the loki's and mobius but like probably a lot of awful things too yeah. and, and that and this goes again the TVA is 100% in Chronopolis because Chronopolis is without time. And as we know, everything in that sort of space between time is unaffected by things like the Infinity Stones. Right, right, right. And so How, this is like... Here's the, the, the thing, though. This is, Does this, this all get revealed already. in the final episode? Like, that's so much to just... To put out, like, to put out there, right? <laughs> that's so much uh, exposition to just thrust on the viewer all of that well i mean there they did say in this one that and this is look this is why i think we said we're getting a loki season two right so like yeah this yeah, yeah. is they don't have to explain everything all they have to do is is say who runs the tva because that's the thing the, the, the whole point of this season is like the tva exists we need to speak with the uh timekeepers and oh they are not real at all someone else is in charge who is running the tva that's the mystery of this season and that's all they have to reveal everything else doesn't matter truly because it's all fluff to like what happens to loki loki could literally end up stuck in this garbage bin as braun said and that would be a fine ending because like there's a season two he can get, there's like a way you know if mobius is like i can help you or you know the season could end and they're like oh we're trapped here and then you know Sylvie shows up and is just like, yo, let's go. I found out about Kang or whatever, and that's fine. Could be. I, I read a, uh, a comment uh, sometime after the show going, going back to Mobius 
um, that says, or that was that was along the line of thinking that the reason why Ravona always has that stuff in her office is because they keep like mind erasing or whatever on Mobius, and he keeps bringing her all that stuff, and which is why she always says, "Oh, that's my other favorite." Or it's just different variants of Mobius that they keep bringing back into the TVA. Or it's is Kang. Mobius is Mobius getting getting near Automata? Is that what is he our nine S? Could be. But then why he's prune him this time? Just because he's out, he just it keeps happening, and well, because he he now? knew he he figured it out, right? Like that's what happens. Uh... He gets pruned every time he figures out what's really going on. Hmm. But he's so good at his job that she keeps him around and gets rid of everyone else. Kind of like what she did with, uh, was that C? So he, are you telling me there's a, a reality where there's a bunch of Mobiuses as well? I don't necessarily think there's multiple variants of Mobius that they're bringing in. I think it's the same Mobius that's just having his memory wiped somehow. But they haven't really in- introduced the idea of like a memory wipe thus far. So I don't know. I mean, I'm curious. I'm curious what so when he shows up and all the loki's are like hey come with us if you want to live is the implication then that you can die in that area they're at so is it like they send them there to slowly waste away or just get rid of them maybe it's the type of thing where you can't truly get rid of um or or maybe it complicates things if you straight up kill someone right um in the universe but if you just exile them to somewhere where you don't have to think about them, then it's fine. They just exist and you don't have to think about it. I can't, I can't get over the fact that we are two episodes away from the end. Yeah. So in two episodes, they have to show us a lot. We, so, so also another thing, the, there's a scene from the trailer where a boat descends from the sky. Yep. That has to be this place, which I think goes to show that this boat, like that's another well, thing that they were messed that, that like it's a collection thing, right? Like that goes. Oh, I like don't a, want that anymore. The ghost, the, the boat is like a DB Cooper type deal where it's got a bunch of like real world, uh, phenomena and mystery around it. And so the oh, idea is that the boat, it, is it the um it's like uh, the pirate uh, mystery the Philadelphia experiment boat. kind of boat maybe something like that yeah yeah a lot of people have pinned it to being like a DB Cooper style unexplained um thing that the Mar the MCU decides to like say is is explained but I mean either way we have the boat scene yes yeah, yeah. we have we also have like President Loki. Which and I think is next Loki, episode. Gold Loki. I don't know where Gold like, Loki comes in. I, I feel like that's just, that's a throwaway scene. I, I don't, I mean, maybe that's the last episode. Maybe that's the last scene of the last episode. Of what, him being on, on back again in a proper timeline where he like takes over or something? It might not be the proper timeline, but like he's back. Like, I truly well, have no... He rules over clue. Asgard while, while Thor is gone. That's the start of Thor 3, right? Like, Loki's... And you're right. Well, but it's he doesn't not, do it no, as Loki. He doesn't he does do it, it as Loki. He does Odin. it as Odin, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So there's, like, there's at least three major from the trailer of this series scenes that have not taken place yet. And 
I'm very curious what that means for these episodes because let me ask you this. Do you think and this this is for both of you? Uh if the idea is, you know, the the old Marvel adage when it comes to these Disney Plus shows of you know where it starts and you know where it ends. It doesn't necessarily matter what happens in between unless you want to know. Does he make it back to like the Marvel, the MCU timeline in some form? I, I don't at the think, end of this season. I don't think it relates to this show in a way that this show is different from the last. The last two are series that are one and done. And they They're are origin stories. Like, and yeah, they're like, we're going to tell you a story that you don't need to see in order to enjoy the movies because nothing changes between them. Yeah. Right? Like, there is no big change in these characters. And the next time you see them in a the movie, they will be right where they left off in the last movie. We'll have Cap back. It will have, like, you know, Falcon, Sam will be Cap. And, you know, uh, Wanda will have moved on and, and will now be doing a whole different thing, like a Scarlet Witch thing. Um, I think that Loki, because they've announced it's more than one season... I think Loki has the potential to to not do that right away. I think in the end, the only difference is that Loki can have the possibility of showing back up in a movie. Because I will, the only thing I'll say is certain is that Loki will be fine, if that makes any sense. Like, a Loki will appear in a movie because the last time we saw Loki in a movie, Loki was fine sure so, yeah and okay. then and then they can play with like well what were you up to and then loki can be in any position because we know the last time an average movie viewer saw loki loki vanished with the tesseract and so now any there's any possibility where the mcu can say like oh he got up to this crazy thing and then you know thor can be like loki what are you doing and, uh, what, but like all the things that happen in between aren't necessary but it's very good setup and expanded universe building for something else. So I'm really curious of what that something else is going to be. And if they're going to use Loki as a platform to be like, yo, let's get weird with it. I have no clue. Yeah. I don't know. I, obviously the next two episodes will point us in whatever direction uh, they're going to. And we can kind of extrapolate from there. Uh, it, it definitely, I, I don't, it's hard for me to predict where the show goes. Cause if you would like never would have thought that they kill off Mobius air quote, kill off Mobius and Loki in episode four of this show. Right. Yeah. Not something I even considered mm -hmm. to be on the table of an occurrence. Um, so it's, it's, I, I don't know what happens. I, I think the next show, we definitely see that I ship. I think that we definitely see president Loki. Uh, couldn't tell you how, how we get out of there, how we go from, that back to the TVA back to like, I guess Sylvie and I guess Sylvie's going to have everything explained to her by Renslayer, right? Like that's a thing that's going to happen in some form. Uh, so, I mean, yes, really quickly. Uh, there's so just, here's the official word on a season two. Um, it was the expectation and the oh, intent that, that the entire tale would be told this season, but they're open to a season two. Oh, so okay. I would assume that we're going to have an ending then. Of where the, okay. God, what, I mean, like whatever the ending is like, that's yeah. Yeah. That is a lot to do. I'm hoping the last episode is like the hour. It should be. Yeah. 
Bronze, you were going to jump in? Well, I was going to say, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Hiddleston's like sort of intent with Loki is because the unfortunate reality of all this is that it doesn't really come down to writing, but it comes down to how long the actors want to play those roles. Sure. So I don't know what I don't, I, you know, I don't know the guy. So I don't know if he's like, Oh yeah, I want to continue playing Loki for the next 10 years. I don't think Marvel or, or, uh, you know, any of the creative directors over there would be opposed to having him stay on as Loki because he's like, he's well-loved. He's amazing. Right. Like most, most, I feel like most people love him as a character. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a cop out to say that, though. But I think there are some realities of it where it's like, well, how long do you want to do that role? Because I felt that trepidation when Benedict Cumberbatch was cast as Doctor Strange. I love him as Doctor Strange. I think he's a perfect casting. But I was like, this guy is a very serious actor. And I feel like at some point he's going to get tired of doing the same role because he seems like one of those guys that likes to be challenged. And the difficulty with casting people like that is that they don't want to do the same easy thing over and over and over again. And that was even something that came up with RDJ. Robert Downey Jr. I think said during the second Iron Man film that he he was already talking about leaving and basically Marvel threw like a, a like a, a mountain of money at him. Right. But he talked about I think it was during the second Iron Man press junket where he said he kind of missed doing some other roles and some of the other stuff that he had been doing before and then had to give all of that up to just be Iron Man full time because the shooting schedule for these films is intense. Like when you're doing one of the when you're in a Marvel franchise, that's basically your life. You you have very little time to do other stuff. Marvel and Lord of the Rings are like two of those properties where if you get a role like you're set for life because you're in for like, you know, a lot of movies. But the downside is, is like you have to commit several years of your life to it. So I guess I, I don't know if they're going to pull Loki back into the MCU. I think maybe this is because they've done such a good job with every character send off so far and even giving the audience space to grieve if they want it. You know, like I feel like that was definitely Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like that show, I think, did a really good job of allowing space to like finally really say goodbye to Captain America in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Or Steve Rogers, I should I should specify. So I'm kind of interested in seeing like whether this is going to be the handoff of Loki to another character or leaving it open for Hiddleston to to keep doing it because I haven't looked into whether Hiddleston wants to keep doing it cuz I'm sure like there are some of us if we were we, we were to get a role like that we're like yeah next 20 years but there's other people that they don't they don't want to they don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's it's doing something like that for that amount of time is a lot, right? That's 20 years of your life. 20 mm-hmm. percent of your life in a lot of ways <laughs> right um yeah so yeah I, I agree with you there um let, let's do this because i i don't think that we can predict where we end up accurately but i do think we could have fun and think about where does the next what is the first opening scene of the next episode what do we think that is Probably that trailer shot where you see the the wide shot of the city in the background, right? Oh, the Rune City, Rune New York. 
Yeah. Although knowing this show, we'll probably get like a like a little intro hook moment about something totally unrelated. I'm I'm thinking it's a Mobius prune backstory. Or Mobius, sorry, uh abduction TVA episode. Like his variant origin. I can see that. Of him being they on a have... jet ski or something and like mm-hmm. doing something stupid and being uh you know, taken by the TVA. I agree. I think it's going to be definitely a flashback because they've started the last three with flashbacks. Right? Yeah. So you think then that or that flashback esque scenes? You think then that that means that we're going to see maybe all the scenes that we're seeing of Loki in the different places are just moments for Mobius to show up and prune him? Oh, it's him so pruning all Mobius the Loki's backstory. So there's like the Loki who's like, I'm present Loki. And he shows up and just is like, come on. And there's Loki who's like, I rule Asgard Loki. And he's like, come on. And like, those are just scene, like, you know, very similar to DB Cooper. They're just short scenes, but it's all of, you know, it's, it's literally all the times that Mobius has had to deal with Loki before, which is why when Loki's like, I'm this and this. And he's like, I know. It could be Mobius is, he's been there since the beginning. I think that'd be a great way to like tug at the the heartstrings of the viewer, right? Of like show all these great interactions that Mobius has had with other versions of uh, Hiddleston Loki, and then not say anything till the end of the episode, and then Mobius like appears or wakes up or shows up at the TVA and acts like nothing is different or changed, and like yeah. and then Loki has to like break him mm. again in the final episode or something. Could you be. know, there's also an interesting line that kind of I I okay, I thought Sylvie was gonna get pruned. I knew someone was gonna get pruned. I didn't think it was gonna be Loki. I thought it was gonna be Sylvie because uh somewhere in the beginning of the episode, my notes are really bad. I think one of them says something about being destined to lose, and he says, Oh, but like look at us, we don't die, we survive. Or you never or you don't die, you survive. He said something about that. And that to me was like such a such a foreshadowing of like something's going to happen. I think she's going to get pruned or something and we're going to think that she died, but she survived because that's what she does. Loki survive. They're like cockroaches. And I think, don't they actually get, don't they actually get compared to cockroaches or something? Cause even the TVA talks about them like that. And then when you come over to this, like this, like waste, this dustbin of, of timelines, like they're like, you know, am I dead? Well, you will be if you don't come with us. It's like, Maybe even in this world, everything's tearing each other apart and dying, except Loki's, because they survive. Because every time we've seen Loki die, and he himself says he's died so many times or whatever, he's alive. He somehow survives. He somehow gets away. Could be. I think one of us has to be right in some form. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, there's only so many options left yeah. at this point. Yeah. But I do I do think that, that I have the exact same thought when Loki gets pruned, and I was like, they did not just give a speech about how Loki's live and for him to die right now. There's no way. So I was like, he's going to show, he better show up again. And then it immediately happened. Like, it immediately, immediately happened. happened. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was on the exact same page. Right. We'll see. I think it's very telling that we are hooked on the mystery mystery of this show. And when we talked about Black Widow, we're like, yeah, it's going to be a Black Widow action film. And like, 
They're going to do Black <laughs> Widow things and like spy things and it's fine. I, I feel like it's going to be Spider-Man and Doctor Strange where you see this cast probably be like, ah, you know, like I feel like Black Widow are going to be like, oh, good. Yeah. Because I it's just seeing like I was watching some of our old episodes and I was like, maybe we hit our stride or maybe this is the most excited we've ever been for a show. Yeah, I don't I think know. It's which made, I think it's is... definitely the most excited we've been for the show. I, I think it's also the type of thing, uh, like with Marvel going down this path of being weird. When you have these parallel things, kind of like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where they you know grounded in action reality in an action movie reality, then you have Black Widow, which is grounded in an action world reality. By comparison, they're kind of fucking boring. they're a little mundane compared to what's happening in the rest of the mcu and i feel like the entire time i'm going to be watching that on friday i'm going to be like all right so i wonder if there's a black widow variant like i wonder if like gwyneth paltrow would become black widow at one point or something like that another in another world (laughs) who'd who'd be good uh i wonder who that would work Hmm. anyways let's go back to watching her kill people Oh, there's Taskmaster. That's cool. That's interesting. Right. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to have enough of the mystery or or uh, whatever to draw me in at this point. Because I'm so invested in like the weirdness of Loki and the idea that we can be like, oh, yeah, Loki died, but he got sent to an alternate reality that's full of or filled with other versions of Loki. And there's a talking crocodile it's actually voiced by one of the other characters who's a major actor and like he he's a silent character. But yeah, Black Widow can like choke people out. That's cool. I guess. I don't know. It's I, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. I'm sure I'll be here next Monday talking about how much it was great and like a return to that action winter soldiery combat, yada yada yada. But it's also the type of thing where it's like it's kind of kind of mundane. But maybe that maybe there's an audience for that, right? Like maybe people that aren't watching Loki because that's too crazy for them, they can get behind a uh, Scarlett Johansson in some uh, I, in some tight leather pants, kicking people's asses with cool guns. I feel like the reason why Loki is so approachable is because of Hiddleston and in his like the way he acts as like sort of just like that goofball energy. It translates very well to, and now we're gonna get weird with it. Right, like he, it's fun to watch him deal with the like insanity around him because he has this sort of like, you know, he not only goes with it, but he also won't tolerate it. And I think that's it's very enjoyable mm. to watch this character go through this kind of stuff, and then to have an actor who can actually do these, you know, ridiculous scenes and do them so well. You know, I, I think it it goes a long way to sell everything that's happening on screen. So sure, you know. I'm excited to see what the majority of people think, but I will be real. A lot of the reactions are like, it's pretty good. That and that's energy good. It is. is so rare, but so great. You know who else has that energy? And I'm glad is in the MCU, Martin Freeman. I first, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Hobbit trilogy, but Martin Freeman as Bilbo channels that energy of like, this is chicanery. And somehow I'm very relatable to the audience and I'm going along with this chicanery but I'm not okay with it. And he also brings that to the MCU where he's kind of like, this is chicanery, but I'm, I'm going to go along with it, but it's not okay with any of it. And it's like him and Hiddleston both have that. And I, I love that. 
Sure. I love that about them. But you're right. That's rare. That's a rare quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, yeah. It's definitely one of those actors who very much like Robert Downey Jr. It's like, pay him whatever. Keep him in the role as long as you need him to be there. Because what he brings to the role is something that is like, it literally took three movies for Thor to find himself in a way that I'm like, I like this Thor. I want to see more of this Thor. I sat through two movies of a boring ass Thor. And now we have a Thor that I really want to see more of. It's that good. Like to have the Loki character show up from like moment one and be like, that's amazing. What (laughs) perfect casting. Yeah. That's, you know, a lot of these characters, it takes them a while to come around. Yeah. It, It takes a little bit for them to find who they are. And they found someone who's like nailed it right away. You keep that person. Whatever it takes. Well, like, it's the RDJ effect, right? Like it's the it's the Iron yeah. Man effect of seeing him on screen and be like, nope, that's that's it. That's that's perfect casting, perfect theme, perfect everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I still haven't warmed up to Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, audience. It's I feel like eventually I might, have, but I haven't. Have you watched that movie that. recently? A second time or a third? Yes. Time? Yeah. Yeah, but, I've been going through them chronological order, and I'm sorry. It's I just wasn't. The first time I was kind of like that was that was fine. I, the second viewing, I actually uh, thought she was much better than the first time. I don't know if that was me convincing myself that she was much better, or if I genuinely thought that. But I don't. It's whatever. I don't mind it. I I will say that I didn't have a problem with her. I just thought the movie was mm-hmm. like I don't. I'm not a fan of movies. This might be why I'm not too like hyper excited about uh, Black Widow. Is because, like, I'm not ever excited about movies that are like, it takes place between two other things. Yeah, you want a continuation and, rather than a, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm And so to, you. like, tell us a story of Captain Marvel in the 80s is like, or 90s or whatever it was. It's like, cool. Yeah, same, same thing happened with uh, like- with Wonder Woman, right? Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, I had the same exact feeling around it. Thought it was, no, I can handle a yeah. Wonder Woman origin story where they throw her into like you know World War One is dope. Like that was cool <laughs> as shit. I was like, this is this is fun. This is fun. But like ni- the 1980 Wonder Woman was like, dude, that movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was terrible. It was so bad. I'm sorry. It was so bad. It was so I- bad. It was so bad. And what's that filter they always put over the Middle East where it's like, let's turn everything red because this is a, a little awful like yeah. hellscape, you know, a, a hellscape of, of, of just, you know, oh, my God, that movie was so. Those are my those are my two favorite filters. Middle East is always red. India is always yellow. Those are the filters. Yeah. Yes. They're like, uh, what is yellow that? filter on India. That's Hollywood. I couldn't tell you. I lived that's there the for 10 years. All the time. I can promise yeah. you that's not what it looks like. It's not yellow there all the time? Oh, so weird. Yo, and they, oh my God. They also you know, do, it, it, uh, I, 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 can, I can, we can't get me started on it. Yeah, I, Breaking that. Bad, uh, I think in a lot of ways started that, but, um, or at least was very big on that in terms of the, the different coloring of wherever you're at. Anyways, I forgot what I was going to say now. You, uh, please tell me you were going to try like, and tell us. Like, I actually kind of liked between... Wonder Woman. No, being a huge hero and some guy you met. If no, we're not doing. We're not doing this. Oh, they all. Because I'm just saying the uh, the decision should be easy. Powers or some. No, that guy must have a magical dick. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) But it wasn't even. 
Here's the I, time out. It wasn't even his dick. Time out. I know that's so rapey. Winner. It's so weird, guys. Because it's like he's in somebody else's body. What's your end game? No, I'm. I'm sorry. I don't I even stop. know. I gotta stop. I, gotta stop. I don't even know what stop. we're talking about anymore at this point. I I don't know what just happened. We jumped off a bridge. Wonder Woman. And I'm, Wonder Woman gets with the dude that has the soul question mark. Never. Oh really right. Okay. But I know. No, no, I know where you're going. You literally. Now here's the crazy thing: we, the audience, see the see the actor. Yeah. She clearly doesn't see him that way. She sees another dude. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. It's an unnecessary plot point. It is so. Meanwhile, we have another whole thing where it's like, yeah, and then a lady turns into a cheetah that is not even dealt with really. She just becomes an animal because whatever. And then like a another, literally, the way she saves the world is with a speech. And, like, people have died at that point. Dudes have, like, killed a guy, shot a person. Someone was like, I hope you have a heart attack and die. Literally, she's like, why can't we all just get along? And everyone's like, the world's in chaos. My, It's nonsense. It's a nonsense movie. Nonsense. I will say this. Crazy. Thank you. I want to say Chitara, but that's a different IP. Uh, Cheetah, or whatever her fucking name is. Chris. Not Kristen Stewart. What's her name that played her in the movie? She was great. And Pedro Kristen Pascal Wig. was good. Kristen Wig. There you go. I forgot which which uh, Kristen, Kristen Wig. Was. She was great plays in that movie. Kristen Wig. Kristen Wig is like Tom Cruise. They're the same person in every movie. They just take different roles. There's some actors who get away with it. Kristen Wig is always Kristen Wig. She does the same like Kristen Wigisms. She does the same like she's it's fine. She's a very good actor. But she's just, it's like, oh, that's Kristen Wiig who works with her. Yeah. Like, Kristen Wiig met Wonder Woman. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, that's just the way it is. And, like, it, you know, bless, she's very funny. She's a great comedian. But, like, you know, she's Chris, She's Tom Cruise. Yeah. She's the, the, the same, the exact same thing in everything. Seth Rogen is another great example. Seth Rogen is always just Seth Rogen. Well, and here's the thing. What? Here's the thing. I feel like movies have stopped casting Seth Rogen and now cast Seth Rogen's laugh. Right, like he gets a, Seth Rogen's laugh gets a side uh, side contract. Well, yeah, I mean, like it's different contract, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, different contract like, entirely. Yeah, yeah. Seth's laugh is on the set. Quiet. Seth laugh is on the set. Places. Yep. 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 Uh, the one other thing I I found this uh, while we were discussing all this stuff, and then we'll probably wrap up the show. Uh, Golden Apple Comics on their Instagram page posted this yesterday as old uh, Jonathan Majors strolled by the shop to purchase uh, an issue of the Avengers that featured King. Nice. Um, I was doing a little cursory research and uh, Kang definitely, there's a whole storyline in the comics about Kang and the the uh, timekeepers, and there's like apparently uh, like a whole plot line about Kang and Limbo, and you know another version of Kang called Immortus, which is like there's a lot of Kings. There's variants yeah, there's, of Kang, and they all it's like mm-hmm. the Council of Ricks essentially. Yeah, and of course Kang <laughs> wants to kill the other Kang. So like, there's definitely a lot happening here when it comes to the connector between the two. Yep. So I, yep. for one, am excited to see what they do with this. There was also, when 
I want to, no, never mind. I was going to say that, that, uh, Marvel updated a, a blog post, but no, there's, this is just the Kang character, uh, bio that exists on marvel.com. Mm-hmm. Do you think here, let me, let me ask, let's end on this. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get a Jonathan Winters in makeup with a blue face and a condom wrapped around his head and a green suit? <laughs> No, we will get blue skin though. You think blue skin? 100% blue skin. We'll get blue skin. I don't know if he's going to look like, I don't think he's going to have this ridiculous seventies, like flowing green outfit. He may have, he may have some of the armor, he like looks, a purple tinted armor. He looks like Devo. <laughs> right? like, yeah. like a green, a green Devo member. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, he's going to, you know, it'll, it'll. Very much like how Thanos, his armor had a hint of how Thanos kind of looked in the comics. Yeah. Even his shoulder pads had like a vibe that like, yeah, that's kind of how he looked. I think it's very similar to that where he's going to have an armor that looks pretty similar, but isn't going to be, you know, that it isn't going to, he's not going to have like thigh high boots on. And he's like, hello, it's me, Kang the Conqueror. It's not going to happen. He's not going to like flaunt himself as he walks out to like. Welcome, Loki. He's like struts out in his in his. Well, giant I heels can't. Yeah, like I that. can't imagine Jonathan uh, knowing what I've seen of him in Lovecraft Country. There's going to be none of that, right? <laughs> it's going to be very serious, most likely. Um, there wasn't much comedy in that show, so I don't know if he has yeah. like the that Marvel, you know. Marvel quality to him, though a lot of that is writing, um, where he can like right. bounce between. Like Thanos didn't really have comedy to him. Thanos was always pretty serious. He never really said anything with a comedic nature to it. So I don't know if they'll give that to. Uh, I that mean, to Kane. he's the villain, and he's not like a goofy villain. He's supposed to be the big time threat. I would imagine he's so like one of the theories. Uh-huh. And this is again wacky theory. I don't even know if this is true. Okay. But I re- but Kang is supposed to be like the great 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 you know like Infinity on grandson I think of uh, uh Reed Richards. Yeah. No, his name is Nathaniel Richards. Yeah, he's from. So he's supposed to be like he's from the year three thousand Jesse. So I mean, I didn't know that, but now I do. And uh, yeah, he's supposed to be like connected. And and he's connected to the Fantastic Four in a way that's like, oh, this is our big bad for Fantastic. Like when we start getting into like the next, like after the end of, of phase four, this is like the guy who's going to be this big bad moving forward for a lot of different things. For sure. Here, for sure. I'll just read you because the, the biography that they have on, on marvel.com slash character slash king slash in dash comics. Nathaniel okay. Richards okay. was born in the calendar year 3000 of the alternate timeline, Other Earth, a.k.a. Earth 6311. <laughs> That's exactly what I got from that. Uh, bullied yep. as a youth, his throat was slit by a bully, Morgan, and he was hospitalized for a year. Recovering, he studied science and his ancestors' history tapes of the heroic age of Earth 616, mainstream Earth, growing into a man of adventure uh, in time of complacency. At age 25, he discovered his ancestor's fortress and time machine. Now, that was destroyed, I guess, in Endgame. I thought that, he, that the time machine was supposed to be, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah. I don't know. I thought this was, I thought we were in like Dr. Doom territory. Yeah. Uh, following encounters with alternate Earth Fantastic Four seeking to thwart his future self, which faded from his mind, Richards constructed an immense sphinx-shaped ship and traveled to Egypt circa 2090, 50 BC. The ship crashed, blinding and stranding him there, but he was subjugated, uh, but he subjugated the nat- natives with his technology. He forced the natives to procure him a radioactive herb which would restore his sight. Then, as Pharaoh Rama uh, Tut, he ruled as a god for a decade, during which he encountered Samira, mistress of the Nile, who became his enemy, uh, Amenhotep, who he transformed into a vampiric creature, and time travelers such as Kill Power and the Genetics Team. At some point, he had a son, uh, Ramades, by a slave. Eventually, a struggle with the Fantastic Four, which also involved the young uh, in Sabah Nur, later Apocalypse, and the moon god Khonshu, and a modern era heroes, uh, Marvel, and, baby, and modern era heroes, Doctor Strange and the Avengers, forced Marvel, Rama to baby. flee that time period. That's paragraph one of about fifteen uh, on the lore yeah. of King the Conqueror. <laughs> but like he, he straight up like there's a timeline in which he, like uh, he knows his end. He knows how he ends, right? Because he controls time, and so he knows. Like he, he, it's very. You know what it is for all the old Warcraft nerds out there. It's very similar to that one dragon who, like, knew that in the end he was going to be, uh, uh, like, a bad guy. He just knew eventually it was going to happen. And so that's pretty much this this guy. He's like, yeah, I know one day I'm going to be, I'm going to end up as, um, uh, I, I think either he knows he's going to become Limbo or he's going to be sent to Limbo or something like that where he, like, knows his future. And so it's a fa- he's a fascinating Man, character. Man, this gets wild as hell. It, well, that's because he it literally Kang is like the guy in the background of all the dumb. Sh- like if there's something dumb happening in Marvel, that's like, wait, that makes no sense. It's like Kang did it, baby. And you're like, there yeah, we go. of course, uh, returning to the 40th century, <clears throat> Kang completed his galactic conquest and even invaded other dimensions in cosmos. He gained technology to create his powerful growing men. Kang then brought the Avengers forward in time, intending to subjugate them and defeat them in front of Ravona. When both the Avengers and Ravona defied him, the Furious King easily conquered her small kingdom. However, when he tried to force Ravona to marry him, he caused unrest in his troops for failing to follow his own edict of slaying all conquered rulers. King's troop, led by General Baltag, what the fuck? Baltag? <laughs> Baltag, that's his name. B-A-L-T-A-G. General Baltag? Turned on him, but he allied with the Avengers to defeat them. Then, later, the cosmic... Then another thing happened. The cosmic grandmaster challenged him to a contest of champions offering the power of life and death as prize using the avengers as pawn king was victorious but he chose the power of death intending to slay the avengers foiled by the black knight king had to live with the knowledge that he had squandered his chance to save ravona here's the best part here's the thing again again just think about all the names we're dropping they're all coming up they're all coming up listen to these names are coming up listen to this one of Kang's most relentless campaigns was his quest for the uh, Celestial Madonna, a woman fated to give birth to the most powerful being in the universe. Wanting to be that being's father, Kang narrowed the Madonna's identity to Agatha Harkness, Mantis, and the Scarlet Witch, abducting all three. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. This is this is gonna be wild. Uh, like again, they have so much to work with because of who Kang is. Kang is everywhere. In the uh, like, if you're like, oh yeah, that X Men thing, Kang probably caused that to happen. 
or like, oh yeah, this other weird ass uh, alien event. Like that was Kang. Straight up, go look at Kang's like wiki. You're gonna be like, this guy did everything. Kang was responsible for He's everything. everywhere. But it's also one of those time travel things where it's like, wait, time out. So Kang went back to go look at the event. Like Kang is the result of all the adventures of the people who came before him. Yet he is the cause of all of those adventures. All right, here we go. What? Further down. A trio of kings followed King Nebula into the time bubble where they were cast into the vortex, surrounding it and ultimately destroyed. Through the Divergent King, or sorry, though the Divergent King also sent his growing man to help foil the demonic inferno evasion of Earth. Taking control of Chronopolis, Prime King sought revenge on Mantis in the modern era, joined Doctor Doom during the Infinity War, took over the Cross Time Kings, learned an assassin was stalking him, and exposed his, exposed his would-be killer as Ravona, now calling herself Terminatrix. Intrigued by her warrior trio, <laughs> Kang battled her, but sacrificed himself to save her from an assault by the Avengers. Overcoming her hatred for Kang, Ravona impersonated him and took over the cross-time kings. When Chronopolis oh. was attacked by the immensely powerful temporal entity Alienoth, or Alioth, sorry, Ravona and, revived say, King, off? That's just and lazy. with the aid of the Avengers, oh. they sacrificed the Cross Time Kings using their energy to imprison Alioth. All I'm saying is, all of this is like all this wacky stuff that you're like, wait a minute, what is this? It's all coming. Just wait. Just, like <laughs> Kang is, like Kang is the connector to so much lore in this uh, in, in in Marvel. He's just that dude who's like, yes, I was also there. I made apocalypse like that kind of crazy shit. And you're just like, okay, there we go. Sure. <clears throat> After a brief battle with the X-Men and an enterprising starship crew, <laughs> Kang formed an alliance with Did Libra. Enterprising starship? Is it literally just the enterprise? <laughs> was it Captain Kirk? With Libra, was it literally Captain Kirk, the, the Kree Supreme intelligence and the Avengers against Immortus and the timekeepers. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Immortus is like an, the other Kang who like was chummy with the timekeepers following a failed effort to conquer the realm of the other world. King alongside Marcus, the 23rd outfitted Marcus as the, the Scarlet 23rd. Centurion using Damocles base, his massive armada and alliances with various criminal forces, including rogue Atlanteans and deviants to conquer earth. Oh my God. But the Avengers led a rebellion that ultimately defeated and imprisoned King. Marcus freed Kang in hopes of restoring their dominion, but Kang knew that Marcus had already held back during the war more than once because of his attraction to the Avengers member Warbird. Unable to forgive this betrayal, Kang slew Marcus. Disheartened, Kang told his computer to postpone development of Marcus the 24th. Regaining his focus, Kang plotted against Iron Lad, his younger self created by his meddling in his own past and his allies in the Young Avengers. Yup, yup, he made an <laughs> Iron Lad. That's right. He's also a member of the Young Avengers. Get out. Kang is everywhere. This is one of the crazy this is one of those crazy things that when you realize about Marvel is that it's like as you peel back the layers. Like imagine mm. an onion. Imagine an onion and you just peel back the layers of that onion and you keep peeling the onion and then underneath that onion is an avocado. You're like, "Well, how did this get here?" It's like, well, "It's always been there." <laughs> that avocado's always you know, been there. Though 
every time travel plot has to do that, though, where it's like, oh, at some point, this character is responsible for the creation of this character. Like that, yep. like that, that happens in like the 12 monkeys show. Like it, it's like, oh yeah, I, you know, in trying to fight your past or whatever, you end up creating it. This is how I hope I mean, we like, see him right here. I want the, Jonathan the of- Majors sitting like this with a dagger balanced on his oh, finger. Cocky as, cocky as shit. Cocky yeah. as shit. Which, oh, which I, which I love. I love this pose, and if they pulled this off, it would be a great counterbalance to Thanos because Thanos balanced things on a flat, like, right? But he's like, I balance it on the edge. Right? Yeah. I think that's like, it's such a weird, I would love that to be a scene because I feel like that is like, you've dealt with other Here's the people, thing. but like, I balance differently. Here's the thing. It's already happening in chat. If, if this is what they go with for the look of King, people are immediately going to call him sexy Thanos. I would. I mean, it's already happened twice in chat. Oh, yeah, that's sexy Thanos. Also, are we going to talk about how, like... He's wearing thigh-high boots. Yeah, again, <laughs> those boots. I was about to say, we're going to talk about these boots? That boot. Uh, all I'm saying is if you remove his head and put, like, I don't know, any 80s actress's head on his body, it just looks like an 80s actress. True. This outfit, I've seen in movies. I've seen, I've seen people wear this in movies from the 80s. True. This home. man not only fucks, but he does so with the boots on. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah, why he wears a onesie. He just he the whole the whole outfit stays on, and the onesie yeah. just kind of like falls. Yeah, the whole outfit stays on. He just has a little. He has one little boot or like a little flap. That's how he pees. That's how he does all his business. And let whole me outfit ask you this. On. Let me ask you this: Is there? Does he have a fem- feminine walk? To him like a strut or does he just walk like a normal uh i think he has the stream do you guys remember the video for like i'm too sexy yes full that's what i'm he yeah, has yeah. that strut okay. he has that strut like the male model strut where it's like you know it wow that is a power walk he that's how he gets around yes so sexy it hurts he sounds right? exactly like that funny enough too <laughs> I'm a model, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to get a DMCA. I do my turn on the catwalk. Right? That's it. <laughs> on the catwalk. Yeah, on the catwalk. <laughs> do I know that whole song? Yes. Yes, I do. Why? I couldn't even tell you well, why. I'm, I can tell you why. Because I strut at home. At home, yeah, I put on a mesh shirt and walk around. That's why those curtains are blacked out with the, the sound yeah. happening curtains there on the left. This is the office. Are you saying... JP, are you saying that I purposely blacked out curtained my office so that I then can walk around in a mesh shirt and giant thigh high purple boots with a green top <laughs> that's and sing I'm too sexy for my shirt? So sexy it hurts? Correct. You'd be right, but like it'd be it'd be weird. Correct. But you'd be right. Correct. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's the cutoff point. For this week's show. <clears throat> hey, that Black Widow comes out Friday. That's a thing that's uh <laughs> we'll be talking about next week. Uh we'll be talking about Loki episode five as well next Monday. So make sure you all do your homework, go watch all that stuff. Uh 
we were supposed to be on the front page next week, but we were on the front page this week. I don't know if that's going to be a returning thing or some things got cro- I don't know. Uh, I every definitely, week. Yeah, maybe front every page week. every week. Maybe every week. This is the content Twitch needs. Whoa. Whoa. This it's is true. it. Whoa. They need... You thought it was hot tubs? No, it's a discussion of Kang's strut. That's what this platform is missing. Less hot tubs, more questions of whether you'd have sex with yourself. <laughs> this is what this platform needs. That's, I'm glad I asked that question while literally on the front page. That's. I'm sure I'm going to get some fun conversations You're going to do a message later. that's like, yeah. Uh, sorry, can what you, does the show you do? Can you, you know. Maybe you get diplomatic immunity from my Twitch ambassador status. Diplomatic I do, immunity. Wait do, I, wait, do I get diplomatic immunity? I don't um, know. I don't. They're going to send me to horny jail immediately. Yeah. They're going to be like, this man, bonk. To horny jail. There's going to be a corgi that just shows up outside Jesse's yeah. apartment. <laughs> Bonk. And he's yeah. not going to be walking on all fours. He's going to be walking on his back, two hind legs. He's going to have a, a briefcase and a series of lawyers. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like, Take him, boys. Sir, you need to come with us. You'll get bonked, and then we'll never see Jesse again until next week. That's just how it goes. That's how it goes. He's going to yeah. come back with, like, no memories. <laughs> TVA yeah. style. TVA style. Exactly. Exactly. I can't wait to talk about episode four really excited a lot happened <laughs> let's do some shout outs we'll call it a show bronze start us off where can people check you out what's going on mm-hmm. hi hello i'm that bronze girl you can find me on twitch and on twitter at that bronze girl i'm a full-time content creator uh last week i played through uh, a little bit of dead island this week i'm thinking of playing a little bit of stalker and i've been back in the turn-based grid strategy hole a la XCOM. I've been checking out this game called Other Side. So Ooh. yeah, you can come hang out with me in the mornings. Um I'm actually I'm, my schedule's kind of a little bit all over the place right now because I have a couple of writing deadlines. But yeah, twitch.tv slash that hello. Awesome. Jesse. Jessam. Jessam Kim. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell I'm not gonna sell you on what I do or how I do it. All you need to know is Twitch.tv slash Jesse Cox, one time subscription. That's right. One time for the low, low price of $2.99. You can subscribe for life and you never have to pay me another set. You don't have to watch. I don't even care if you watch, but I will take your subscriber number and I will have the highest number of subscribers on Twitch. So help me God people. I will look down from my throne of bodies at, at the people below me. And I will say, Oh, 10,000 subscribers. That's cute. As I laugh. From my pile of your subscriptions, I, the king of your reality, welcome your subscriptions. Uh, uh, you want me to fade away? <laughs> yes, please. Thank you, king of our reality. Appreciate that. Uh, yes, nice. What? Are you done? Do we need to go back? Are we back? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hello, hi. My name's JP. Uh, we're gonna be doing some JPNN after this daily gaming news uh, after a quick break, and then later today we're gonna continue watching uh Downtown Abbey, which is a great show that is completely not called that. It's called Downtown Abbey, uh, with Jericho and Luxie, and I'm actually that show's pretty good. So look forward to my new podcast, uh, the Downton Crew. 
uh, as we'll be discussing that episode every single week. It'll be a fun time. And then all the stuff behind me later tonight, they're going to paint the room. So I'm taking it all down. I have to take everything down in this room and I'm not looking forward to it because it's going to be a long time of meticulously placing things and putting things where they're not going to get broken and then putting them all back here in about 48 hours. So that's my plan for the next couple of days. Uh, we will be back next week. Just so you got to do the look. Wait. Thank you. We'll be back next week for another episode of the MCU crew. If you missed the episode, you can grab it over on youtube.com slash MJP or just uh, go grab it in audio form, wherever audio form podcasts are available, Spotify, Apple podcast, all that stuff. That's that. Thank you guys for joining me this week, Jesse and Bruns. Always glad to have you. Look, I look like I look like that guy. I look like one of the timekeepers. That's right. You are certainly a problem. That's right. We also get the. I'm the timekeeper. We got to get the logo design started. That's right. All the time. I also have thoughts on this. (laughs) That's it. I too am one of the three. (laughs) That's it. Thank you, guys. We'll be back next week for more shenanigans. We'll see you guys then at noon Eastern on Monday. We'll talk uh, Black Widow and Loki Episode 5. I, too, shall be here next Monday You've got... with my friend, main guy, and Lorax. You've got some some big Conan vibes in you, Jessam. You know? You bring up the year 3000. You, you do that, boys? The year 3000. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. I remember when it was the year 2000. That's how old I am. Anyway, hi, bye, everyone. Let's get out of here. Same here. Bye. We're at, we're we're old. Bye bye. Have a good one. Everyone, bye. <laughs> <laughs>